Hello everyone and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host Khalil Sharad and this is episode 18. In this episode, I will be interviewing Sean Green. Sean Green is the host of the Flex Podcast. He is a former NBA pro who played on the Indiana Pacers, the Sixers, played overseas for a long period of time. He's been a trainer for a long period of time. He's been a high school girls basketball coach. And now runs his own clothing line for Greenstorm Hoops, which is his skills company that he does all his private training out in California. Sean has known me since, I want to say, 16, 17. So about eight years. He's been a mentor to me. Taught me a lot about the game of basketball as well as life. So. You know, we got to catch up for a while and then discuss what what should be in training and all that. So hope you all enjoy. Let's get clean. Lighting. I mean, I can see myself, but is it good? Like, yeah, it's here? decent. It's good. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I think we're recording. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording now. Yeah. Okay, so it's on you. All right, man. Been wanting to been wanting to do this basically since I remember I started it, but I was like, I want to get a bunch of people on before I have Sean. Make it make it make it grow. Get some audience action, which Definitely. I have. So it, it it's been doing pretty well. So you know, and but I've been wanting to have a basketball person on. So that's why I reached out to you. What it was like two months ago, but then you were like you were on the moving mood, so and everything like, yeah, like that. that, that <laughs> that's a lot. And and uh, the, and not even in the mood to speak or talk <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like like during the um the shutdown I thought uh I was gonna do a lot of podcasts and things like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yo, I'm gonna go after it, I'm get my YouTube going, I get my podcast. If you look at my feed, it says March thirteenth was the last podcast I did. Yeah. And then August thirteenth. It took months <laughs> and months to, to put out anything. So and then when I put out that podcast, I thought I was gonna do one every day because I was every like, day. Yeah, because I said oh I'm not God. I'm not gonna do any kind of cuts or anything like that. And I have some uh what do you call it? Like little special effects, like mm-hmm. little things in between. And now that my setup is really clean now, mm. get, the get clean podcast, now that my setup <laughs> is really clean, I can that pump I think I did a ten minute pod. I said they're just gonna be ten minutes and they're gonna be frequent like twice a week or whatever. Mm. But sometimes you wake up and you don't feel like talking to you. <laughs> That's what you have. You have to talk. I have to, to be yourself. like, you have to be amped. You have to be amped to yeah, want to talk to yourself. That's what it is. Have the coffee. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll just probably start off just by saying, uh, tell everybody who you are and what you do in your quick uh, little, little bio. Okay. Um, really brief. So uh, my name is Sean Green. I'm the... Uh, CEO of Greenstorm Fitness, retired uh, professional basketball player, played about 11 years professionally, three years here in the United States, uh, Indiana Pacers, Sixers, and Jazz, and then I went over to Europe for about eight years, and I was in countries like Italy, uh, Israel, Turkey, Spain, and played in South America, and I just basically let basketball you know, help me travel all around the world and things like that. So um, now I do player development. Um, I'm here in San Francisco, as you can see behind me, the fake, the background. 
and the um, late night talk show action. Yes. <laughs> and and I work with kids everywhere from middle school up basketball, um, player development, as well as uh, just train people for fitness, mm-hmm. from regular people to athletes and things like that. So uh, what was some major differences between playing in the NBA compared to playing overseas? So when I played in the NBA, it was the 90s and um, it was very physical because they let a lot of hand checking. So when I shifted to overseas, it wasn't that much of a change. The only Mm -hmm. difference was uh, maybe the athleticism, uh, player to player. So over there you'll find, say there's a 12-man roster, uh, eight of those guys are like athletic. Mm-hmm. And then there's always like four bruisers on the roster. So, hmm. you know, big men. So, mm-hmm. uh, and so that was the difference. But the thing is, anytime you go overseas, if you're an American, there's uh, two players per team that can be, you know, foreigners. Mm-hmm. And so you'll find that you're always playing against an American or something. If you ever get into the opportunity where you're playing against a local, you'll have some advantage on them as Mm -hmm. far as uh, athleticism. But sometimes you won't. You'll run into Mm -hmm. the random random guys that are like sneaky um, athletic, (laughs) right? I had this guy, he's Argentinian, uh, Hugo Sconacchini, and he was a little bit shorter than me. And I think he is probably around my age now. Mm -hmm. So much bounce. Mm-hmm. so so much bounce right and then the european flop style so anytime <laughs> we anytime we played against one another it was a combination of him using like the european sneaky tactics plus the athleticism so we always had really good battles so we <laughs> we became really good friends but the difference so, but now the difference is the physicality is still over there oh uh, why and, is that because they didn't get rid of, because the thing with European basketball is all about, they're not based on the entertainment value. They're based on the, the competitive. They want to just win games. Right. So you'll have games that are like 71 to such and such. Nobody's talking to them and like, we need to get the points up. Mm. The fans aren't watching it as much because the fans are in love with the team and they come to the games for the team. No, you know, but in the NBA, it's we need ratings, we right. need it to be entertainment, we need it to be so. A lot of things have shifted in the NBA towards uh offense having the advantage over the defense. So, they so take, do you, go, oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think that that means that like during that whole European season, it's more like a playoff type of atmosphere where everybody's playing like hard defense and like playing more realistic offense is not just all showboating. It's like every game like really, really counts. It's definitely always a playoff atmosphere. And the reason is, is because they don't have 82 games. So they can't throw away games. Right. Over there and you'll play like 50 games. Mm. And that's if you're in a European tournament. So if you're in a European cup and which is, okay, say I'm playing in Italy. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday I'll play in Italy in the Italian league. But then if I'm in a European cup, I'll also play Wednesday. So I'll go Sunday and Wednesday. But that Wednesday game is not against any of the teams in the Italian league. 
mm-hmm. it's in it's in the teams in my pool. So it may be uh, a team in Barcelona. You may have Barcelona. You may have Porto from Portugal. You may have a team from Croatia and a team from Russia in your um, in your pool. Mm-hmm. So and that's the regular season. So you play each person in your pool twice mm-hmm. during the regular season. So that means, okay, I'll play in Italy on Sunday. And then Wednesday, a team from Russia comes to our home court. And then we play them. Then it progresses. Then the next week I may have a team from Turkey, whoever's in my pool. Then it goes to, I'll, I'll meet that team in Russia again, but I'll be on their home court. So then we travel to them. So you see how it sets up? So yeah. then after the pool play is over, just like the Olympics, how they do it in the Olympics, mm-hmm. then they take, then you do, then you go into playoffs. Right. Yeah, and then you play to win that actual cup. So um, go ahead. Do you get, um, like, when you're in the playoffs, do you guys get, like, bonuses or something for winning each round? The thing is you get bonuses through the whole entire year. Oh, really? For yeah. What? So this is how it was. When I was in Italy, when I first played in Turkey, which was 98 to 2000, I played two seasons over in Turkey. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I ever got bonuses and got all my money in Europe. Right. So, like, when I first got to Italy, my contract was for, like, 350000 I walked away with maybe 250000 Imagine leaving $100,000 on the table. Yeah, because it was a situation where at the end of the year, they're supposed to pay you. And they were like, never leave without getting all your money. Right, right. I heard that, yeah. But if you stick around and you think you're going to find those people and make them pay you <laughs> in a city, in a country that you don't know, those people vanish. So you're just like, <laughs> so you're just like I'm never going to get my fucking money, so I'm just going to leave. You got to be Liam Nielsen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will find you. Right? I have a particular set of skills. skills yeah. So in Turkey... It was um, for home games. If you won home games, $750 bonus. And if you won away games, $1,500 bonus. And that's on top of your regular salary. And then if, say, we're in fourth place and we're playing like an undefeated first place team at home, the president would come in and try to gas us up and go, if you win today, triple bonus, yo. And everybody goes crazy and then they play hard. And then what happens is after you win, the next day you come to practice or the next time you're at practice and the managers show up with the envelope, with the bonus Ooh, money. Yeah, nice. sweet. So you don't have to wait for it, right? Oh, wow. So my first year in Turkey, my agent was like, well, they don't pay a lot of money. They don't pay usually what you get but you get all your money. So I was like, okay. So my first year in Turkey, I wound up taking about two and a quarter, right? Mm-hmm. But then I got all the money. Oh. I never, and then I, at the end of the season, I wind up going home and I was like, well, they still owe me like 25K, but they've paid me so much. If they dip on this 25K, doesn't matter because they, mm. they paid me all my money. Right. right. And you were getting bonuses the entire time. And I was getting bonuses, right? right? And then if you're doing well, you can go into places and they go, oh, green. Yes, come eat. This and that. And you try to pay and then they go, no, no, this and that. Mm. So you're not even using your money, right? Nice. 
And on top of that, they give you a stipend for food. Right. And so, then your apartment too, right? Your apartment and they give you a car. All you have to do is just put gas in it. So all you okay. have to do is really pay for, say, your cell phone, gas, and um, food. That's it. But if you, you know, you cook and you don't go out and party and a lot of that, you can make that money. Too. You can save a lot of money. Right. So um, in Turkey, I went home. I was home for about a month and then I got a call and it was a Turkish number. And I was like, hello. And it was the manager of the team. And he goes, OK, I'm just double checking your uh, route number because um, we need to send you to the last <clears throat> payment, the last payment. And I was like, really? OK, <clears throat> yeah. And then they sent the payment. So because they wanted me to come back the next year. Mm -hmm. So then I signed for a second year for more money and better bonuses and things like that. Right. So that's you, how it did, works. Did you get, um, like my buddy, Chris, um, he would tell me like, it would be in his contract. Like if you got the MVP or you got a scoring tower, you average as much, like do you get more money for that too? Yeah. A little incentives. So you had to, um, you had to really work that out. You have to have your agent work that out. Right. If you average a certain amount of points and things like that. I had that when I was in Italy, mm -hmm. but um, the second year I played in Italy, that wasn't in my contract because mm -hmm. it makes the player just think about personal goals. Right, 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 right. So I was, I remember when I first went to Italy, it was at a team in, the, it wasn't second division, but it's the A division mm -hmm. and they have A1 and A2. So mm -hmm. A1 is the top and then A2 is still super competitive. <clears throat> right mm -hmm. but the way it was back then was two americans per a when you're in a1 and then one american if you're in a2 mm. so you only get one american per team so mm. you're basically getting the salary of two americans uh. but there's so much more pressure on you with that because <laughs> right. yeah everything so i was i think i was averaging 26 and a half right mm -hmm. for the first seven games mm -hmm. but we no for the first 11 games right mm -hmm. but we had we were seven and four i want to say mm -hmm. but they want us to be like 11 and oh and then it, there was like it's something you know something wrong <laughs> right so what they did was they sold my rights to a team in a1 in milan for money so what they did is they sold my rights <coughs> to money. They sent me to A1. So they basically traded me from from one league to another league. And they was like, they was like, well, this team in A1 wants you to come up, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, yo, you should go. And it was in a better city too. It was in Milan. So right, I, went right. from, I went from playing at Batipalia into Milan. And so is because we used to scrimmage A1 teams and they would kick the shit out of us. So they were like, it's a harder league you belong up there. You don't belong here. Because mm -hmm. I would coast to the 25 points. You know what I mean? And then they yeah, had yeah. Some, some people in there like trying to drop 50. I was like, I'm not going to try to drop 50 every single game. <laughs> I was like, it's for us to win, for us to yeah, compete, yeah. you know Damian I mean? Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> going to be worn out. <laughs> right? So, and then on top of that, they were practicing you twice a day. Yeah, we hard practice. Yeah, hard practice. <laughs> doubles. <laughs> That's the whole thing. With Europe is doubles all the time. So if you play, not even like side, a skill, like like a hard skill worker, like not nah, like suicides skill. and like like you know the stuff we do, we would would do back at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would do that, 
like those workouts in the morning. <laughs> so you'd be wrecked in the morning, then you have to lift weights. And then at night you did a hard practice with scrimmaging and stuff like that. They would do that. So say we played on Saturday, mm. Sunday, you have a day off, then Monday's doubles, Tuesday's doubles, all the way till Friday. And they even uh, double you the day before a game. <laughs> and it was mandatory. Like there was no, there was no load management. No. And for the American, no. If I had diarrhea, <laughs> yo, you got to practice. We, we got we got tissues. You know what I mean? We got tissues. Yeah. But then if, if it's the somebody. Depends. I know. Exactly. <laughs> yo, yes. Um, and then the practice, uh, if one of the locals, yeah, yeah, he's got a stomach ache, he's going to sit out. I'm like, yo, I had a stomach ache yesterday. I had to practice. He said, no, it's different for you. Because they're paying, they're yeah, paying right, you so right, much paying money, you right, 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 so they right. want to get their money worth, right? So one time we had, this was in Italy, I went to the, um, the coach and said, listen, we can't go doubles the day before a game. We should at least uh, do one practice, walk through strategy walk and through, everything right, right. so we can recover. Because so, we would get to the games and it would be like a slow motion game. Like yeah. if you look at the games on TV, you'd be like this, yo, because everybody was tired. Because right. it was the same thing for the opposite team. So it looked yeah. like it was competitive, but everybody was just really tired. <laughs> so I said, let, let, let's just practice once the day before we play, because we're playing Scavellini, right? I said, before we play Scavellini. And Scavellini was really good anyway. So we go and play. We practice once. We play Scavellini. We lose on a buzzer beater, right? Mm-hmm. Then the next time we come to practice, we go, okay. The coach goes, we, we experimented with one practice before the uh, game, like Green said, and we, we lost the game, so we're not going to do that anymore. I was like, yo, it's a buzzer beater. You know? that's, that's like luck. He was like, no, it doesn't matter. We're not going to do that anymore. This was the soreness would have helped you. Yes. Yeah, he was like, this was bad luck, right? <laughs> bad luck. So that means there's no good reason behind it. What yeah, so I'm like, okay, all right, screw it. <laughs> but uh overseas it was it was a good experience though how was the uh recovery for like what did they provide you guys with so what i used to do was um i used to just do ice baths that's all you guys had i did an ice bath after every practice Jeez. like at night uh-huh. ice bath like the morning <laughs> practices i wouldn't do it we would stretch and do whatever right right so it was just ice and they had if you needed ultrasound or tents you know electro stim they had that stuff right i was ultrasound i I haven't done much research into that so if you have any kind of scar tissue say you tear something you've got scar tissue the ultrasound could really slowly break up that scar tissue or whatever like that Mm. and then it's also a way to do hot cold therapy Mm. so you do the ultrasound and then you ice it so what is it like the ultrasound like what is it what does it like look like what do you so it's basically a handheld device with a head on it, like a round mm. head, and then you put the. Um, so like when you get the ladies pregnant or whatever, and they're looking at the baby. Like same. That thing. Exactly the same. And then they just do it on the spots where you're like, "This yeah. is beat up" or whatever. Let me tell you a ghetto story. <laughs> so when I when I got traded from the Pacers to the Sixers. The first day I got there, Dana Barrows, and me and Dana Barrows are still really good friends to this day, right? I had, mm-hmm. So he, when I get there, because he was a point guard and I was the two, mm-hmm. he's, I got there and he was like, yo, welcome to the CBA. 
And I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? He's like, this is not an NBA team. They don't run it like an NBA team. Because he was, he was at the Seattle Supersonics before he got traded to Philly. Mm-hmm. He goes, welcome to the CBA. And I was like, what? He goes, you'll see, right? So during camp, you're supposed to get per diem, right? Mm-hmm. And per diem was three fifty a day. So you're mm-hmm. like, so... If you're not on contract, you got some damn money in your pocket, yeah. right? Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, so the people that were trying out for the team were like, yo, per diem, we came up, right? <laughs> 3.50 a day. And it's not a check either. It's an envelope with money in it, right? Nice. Yeah. So I was like, yo, what happened to per diem, right? He goes, nah, usually per diem is for food. We got food for y'all. So I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? what? You got the Subway sandwiches? <laughs> no, I wish there was Subway. They had big troughs of like potato salad, macaroni salad. Yes. Oh. They had, yo, it was terrible, right? So that was the one thing. But I had already received all my per diem from the Pacers. Right. I, was, I was with the Pacers for two weeks and then I got traded. So I only really had two more weeks of uh, camp, mm. like preseason camp before the first game. So I was with um, Philly for two weeks. And when I got to Philly, we would practice and we wouldn't even be scrimmaging. We'd just be half court talking about stuff. And I'm like, so at, at the end of the practice, I would stay for like an hour and a half right. and, and do this drill called the Loyola Marymount drill, where you're basically starting with the ball and you do speed dribbles up the court and you either dunk or lay it up mm-hmm. and you go 10 layups, one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way up to 10. Mm-hmm. And you take free throws, right? You'll take two free throws. So you got like a minute in between. Then mm-hmm. you do the same speed dribble and then you pull up for mid range. Then right. you got a minute break and then you do the same and then you pull up for threes mm-hmm. and then you go nine, eight, seven so three three sets of nine three sets of eight seven six and you go all the way down until you're done and that's the workout Uh, and that was and that was the workout that i used to do to get ready for uh the the league because mm -hmm. i was like i didn't have a trainer Mm -hmm. nobody to work me out and then none of the other teammates they were doing their own thing you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. so i was just like okay i gotta get ready so i would just sneak off and just go to our outdoor court and just do that shit and work on. Oh, you guys had an outdoor court and it, and then just the arena. No, I, um, when I was in, when I was in college, I would do this and get, and get ready. Oh, 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 okay. okay. But when I was at camp with them, when everybody cleared out, I would stay and do that. Just do. Okay. 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 Yeah. And people were, but when you, yeah. yeah. When you would do this drill, would you do, so you do 10, would you do the 10 layups, then nine layups, then eight? Or would you just do the three-pointer, 10, nine, eight, I, seven? Yeah, I'll go 10 layups, then I'll shoot free throws. 10 mid-range, Range. then shoot free throws. 10 NBA threes, then shoot free throws. And then go nine layups, then shoot free oh, throws. Oh, see, oh, yeah. hey, so how many shots is it? A shitload. <laughs> so. By yourself, long rebounds? Ooh. Yeah, but it wasn't any long rebounds because I was an NBA player. that's how i got there because there's not a lot of long rebounds when you shoot by yourself right but the key is to to sprint the wing Mm. and sprint the wing so you're getting full you know what i mean right right right, right. you're getting a lot of conditioning and a lot of ball handling 
right? And then and when you speed dribble, just regular, or would you would you, you just, do like you push it out? Like, or just push it out? Okay. Yeah, I would just push it out and then lay it up because all you're doing is you're doing it for conditioning and right. for shooting off the dribble and things like that. And because um, when because my whole thing was training wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. We never went on and we didn't know about block training. So I'm going to work on a floater this whole entire time. Right. We didn't know about that. Nobody knew about that. The whole thing was just, if you're in shape and you got skills, you got shooting, you know what I mean? Like that um, two ball, three man shooting thing that we do. One is a pass and one is a rebound. We'll do that. We'll go spot to spot and things like that. Those were the type of drills. So it was based on your conditioning. Right. But there was there was nobody there that that was like, oh, you're doing this with your guide hand. You need to do this. Right. We got none of that shit. Yeah. I got none of that in college. I got none of that in high school. None of that in the pros. Yeah. There was no uh, nobody to teach you to how to improve or what's going wrong with your shot. Right. And that's so, what that's what I've been researching more and more with uh, Seek Mike and and Rob yeah. Door and all them. Yeah. And it's just like all like the crazy stuff they be doing. I, I do it with my clients, but like usually always the basic version. Yeah. And like, I find that they can do a whole bunch less shots, the more they just improve the technique of their actual shot. It's and true. it's like, but it's like, but what I feel like the kids are missing now is that old school, the harder work to have to do so much to then counteract that. So it's like, yeah, they have the skill, but then they don't have the hard work that is like, all right, you got to do multiple workouts. still. you got to do more days a week. You know, so it's th- so it's like at cert- some things have gone up, but then some things have gone down. I mean, I feel like that's every industry though now, right? It's crazy because um, that's what I was talking about. I'm gonna do a um, a video on whether the players are better now than they were when I played, right. because there's always that debate, right? Right. And I always say, um, like everything is relative, obviously, right? Right. But. Um, and it's also a situation where what, what how do you define better, right? Because right? if you look at shooting percentages, shooting percentages are slightly down because mm-hmm. shot selection, <laughs> there's right. no more shot selection. Yeah, you can yeah, take yeah. a shot whenever you want to take a shot, right? And then um, they're shooting more threes now right. than they were before. They're shooting earlier in the shot clock, right? Um, post up, mid range, those things are gone. Yeah. So, so I always say, the players are different, and that they're different instead of better. Because right. some of the things we had to study and we had to be good at, we had to be knowing about shot selection, knowing about um, defensive rotations, knowing how to play pick and rolls, all of these things, right? right? Finish with both hands. So I used to, that's why I was telling this kid, I had a left-hand hook over, I had a left-hand hook and a right-hand hook. I had mid-range fadeaway off the dribble, mid-range fadeaway off the post over both shoulders, right? right. I had um, the reverse this way, the reverse that way, you know, right. all of these things in my bag that kids now, like look at Duncan Robinson. All he does is shoot threes. Threes, yeah. And he then, said 90% of his shots have been yeah. threes. I said, yo, that's and then, crazy. And then barely play D. Like, yeah, he tries yeah, yeah. to play D, right? Yeah. But he's not a great defensive player. Yeah. He's there. That's why I say it's it's different. You may see 
Yo, such and such have 40, yo. They're definitely better. At any at any time, somebody mm-hmm. can have the TJ Warren have 50. Da, da, da. You know, I was like, yeah, that's how it was back in the days. We said at any time, any player on a roster, NBA roster, can give you 30. Right. Anyone. You know what I mean? Because if you didn't have that ability, you couldn't get in the league. Right. And that's how it is. Because if you look at the league, they're not picking like the 12th player off of a college bench. Right. It's usually the best player from the college team. If anybody makes it to the league, it's, it's that person. Yeah. Then you'll have those extraordinary instances like Kentucky, where they have like six players on that squad that could go to the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just, because Devin Booker, remember when Devin Booker first got into the league? He was at um, summer camp. And he was struggling at summer camp. Yeah. And then the last game of summer camp, he found the jumper. And then from then, he went to the and he was killing. Yeah. You know? So I, I say it's, it's like, it's different. And you need, you need like the light. But what I like about today is a lot of the players are, are being allowed to play. Right. Yeah. Back in the days, they put the shackles on them. People that come off the bench, the shackles. <laughs> yeah, they were like this, yo. Like Vern Fleming was like, yo, don't miss two shots. Don't miss you, right. And if you miss them in a row, we may not see you for like four or five games. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. so and people don't understand that they're like, not only didn't play, but are just can't like read between the lines like, oh, especially if you're comparing now to then. It's just like, yo, if you make a certain amount of money in this NBA, they just let you do what you want. Like, and yeah. it's, it's much different. And then it's like, you'll find that even like, like you said, a dude comes off the bench and they just kind of let him rock, testing him out to see like, can we use him? Like, like, he, like you'll see somebody not get time, but it's like, they gave him a chance to show all he had first, you know? Like Kendrick Nunn, he wasn't, I don't I mean, was he even drafted? No, he was he was drafted. I feel like he was playing no, before, I think and then was, I just heard of him out of yeah. nowhere again. Like, I forgot he existed for a while. But, okay, so take Duncan Robinson again. He yeah. wasn't even drafted. He was a two-way player in the G League. Right. And now he's, like, a major part of the Miami's offense. You know what I mean? Coming, it's starting. That G League is a big thing, though, too, right? I mean, you're giving a lot of people now opportunity because you can get moved up a lot better. Yeah. The pay's better, right? Yeah, the two-way contracts are good. Once you get a two-way contract, it's good because I think that two-way is worth like two hundred and twenty grand. They for the should forty-eight thousand for ten days now. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, right? I'll take you that. Know? You may not even have to play; <laughs> just yeah. signed up. It's crazy. So, you know, I I respect today's game, but then they took out some rules where we can't. It's, it's hard the, to compare. That's that's what I think it was. It's the rules because yeah. you can't see. I mean, you know, it's funny, like, you talk about the 82 games. And I was just talking to my friend about this with the MVP and how people are like, well, hard. I mean, uh, Giannis and Harden, these last dudes that won it, and then they go to playoffs every year, and it's, like, blow-ups. And I'm like, well, one, it's a regular season war, but I feel like yeah. the only way for them to fix it is how Euro basketball or college shorten the season so games matter. Because, like, football, when somebody wins the MVP, you knew it mattered because it was – they need all 17 games. Yeah, like the true. NBA, you can do a Kawhi where you sit out 20 games and hey, I can still get the second seat. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you get exposed so bad, whether you're really that good or you're really that bad or you're like Giannis, he can't shoot. So he goes to the playoff, they create a wall. The fouls aren't the same. Like Harden, oh, I get every call. And then the playoffs, they stop it. Like make yeah. it a short season. The calls are the same throughout. And then you can, it's better to compare. But 
know. And, and then when you had the same team focusing on you, that's when it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the whole, whole thing is when Milwaukee did that thing with Harden when they were trying to play behind him. Remember that stupid yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they said, okay, we're going to experiment with this. Yeah. And then, but Milwaukee only sees Houston twice a year. Right. You know what I mean? So the next team comes in and then they try to play him regular. And then he's back to just isolating and killing, right? <laughs> but when it's you're going to play a, a team seven straight times, if it goes to a game seven, yes. then you can have, oh, this is working. Okay, we're going to continue to do this. That's why they were just like, yeah, we get it. We're just going to double and force everybody else to. Because we know if Harden is not scoring, he damn sure ain't going to play hard defense. <laughs> Nobody does that. Right. Only Jimmy Butler does that. If he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, yo, I don't need to score. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to play hard D. And then <laughs> if I score, I score. Because that last game they won, he made so many defensive plays. Yeah. And he only. He had four or five steals, I think. Yeah. And, and he only blocks. had four baskets and right. shot maybe 11 times. I think he only had 17 points in that game. Yeah, but it felt like he was like. He ha- but he had his imprint everywhere. on his game. That's yeah. the thing is, yeah. and um, so it's it's different. You know what I mean? It's really different. What do you uh? Are, are, what's your pick for this championship? You already know mine. I already 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 got my pick. You got lakes. Oh yeah, lakes all day. So did you um? When did you uh change over to lakes? Were you always Lakers? I was always a LeBron fan. So. Okay. Just I'm 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 the I'm open about it. I'm a hop I'm a hopper. Like, <laughs> that's what I said. I said I like um like my team is Brooklyn, but yeah. they ain't, they ain't gonna start until next year. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I didn't I I watched some games, but I was like, yo, nobody's even coming to the bubble. I was like, I'm not watching any of these games. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like right, Spencer right. didn't show up. Like nobody showed up to the bubble. So I was like, okay, yeah. no. Nah. But next year I'm gonna be like this. Especially with Steve Nash as the coach, I'm gonna be watching every oh, yeah. game. They'll be on DVR too. <laughs> so, um, but I, I always say I like players, specific players. Right. Um, like I love Russ. You That's know my guy, I mean? even though I know how it's gonna work every year. But it doesn't matter. He <laughs> it's plays, good. It's he good. Plays TV. so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but the thing is this: from January to um, when the shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. Russ was playing his best basketball. 38 points a game, I think. Because he finally, yeah, he found what works and how he can work on that team, which is if they double hard and whatever, he he rim runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then he had Why didn't he do that, you think, during this last so what happened is you know he 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 pulled the quad, he had the quad injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got COVID. So you never know how his respiratory system. He he might have been a little gassed. Right, right, right. Especially the way he plays. He, a lot of his game is based on his amazing athleticism. Right. So if you don't have the same respiratory output, because you just caught like a disease that killed so many people, you know what I mean? You came back from it. You're going to be a little different. Right. And then he and the injury too. Yeah, and the injury. So we'll see. But um. I don't know what's up with that squad. I still have my reservations about that squad. They were like better. You know, it's funny. It's like they were better without Capella, I guess. But then in the playoffs, it's like they play in the West that have so many bigs. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Long term, was that the best? I mean, they weren't winning. Then they start like they needed to get in the playoffs. So yeah. they started playing a lot better. But, but I, think I still put it on Harden, though, because it's like 
all right, you get in double team, but you can dribble really well. Split it every once in a while, throw something. Because when he would just pass it out, he doesn't cut, he doesn't remove. He doesn't cut. So then it's just like one-on-one for Russ, one-on-one for Eric Gordon, and Lakers just waited till they went to the rim and blocked it. Yeah, that's the problem is if there's tapes of him when he was at uh, OKC playing mm-hmm. off ball, they would yeah. have him come off screens and this and that. It's such a beauty to watch. Yeah. But now all he, and, and all he does is just isolate. And then if he passes it, he just stands at like almost by half court. So yeah, you're yeah, playing yeah. like four against five. I'm like, yo, that's whack. But that's and then the, PJ Tucker trying to guard the bigs. It, it was just yeah. <laughs> that's and and um Rob and Covington, Robert Covington. So um, but I I I would like to see L.A. and um, Miami go at it. Yeah, I don't want to see the Celtics. I I, I think they're still. I don't know what's up with that. I guess it's because they're all so young, and I, maybe Kemba's not the right veteran leader as the leader. But I, I think they look I good. But maybe just, just the Heat are just that much better. I mean, they got the defense, they got the shooting, they got the and and the yeah. way they play, the ball movement. I really like yeah. the way they play. So and that zone defense, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> and they all play like except when I guess Duncan Robinson, but they all play really well. Like. They'll cover that area, but when it comes to like, all right, I gotta guard the man one on one, they're guarding the man one on one. Like it's not yeah. not making it easy. And then really, their bigs can't play defense the Celtics. No, they have Tice and then they have some random bigs that they bring Cantor, up. who can't oh, play God, defense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll give you some O though. Some O offensive rebound. Somehow he can do that, but defense. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's slow foot. <laughs> so yeah. So um I get uh this is the thing. If uh, and we talked about this, I put a post up that said, um, if LeBron wins the chip yeah. and he gets a MVP, right? So it's three <laughs> different teams. Does that solidify GOAT status? And yeah, people, yeah. yeah, well, he has to do this, and, and people are like, no, whatever, he's already the GOAT, right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um, my I would, I would like to see him in the championship, it doesn't matter what happens. Mm-hmm. because I have no stake in it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I grew up, I was a Laker fan, but I wasn't going to jump back on... Yeah, because I loved Magic, Kareem, oh, okay. like, Norm Nixon, Jamal Wilkes, what, way back, right? They were, mm-hmm. like, my team. And I didn't love the Celtics. I hated the Celtics. Right, right. And, and what it represented, the Lakers re- represented black society and the right, Celtics yeah. <laughs> represented yeah, white yeah. society. So it yeah. was like that. So it was always that clash, that rivalry, Right. But now I don't really have a stake in it. I just want to see some good basketball. Yeah. And so I don't mind who comes out of the East, right? But I, the, the West, I need the Lakers to come out of the West. Because <laughs> I don't want Den- – Denver in the championship is, <laughs> is not sexy at all. I didn't, watch, like, like, I didn't watch the Utah-Denver series until Game 7, and I didn't watch a Clippers-Denver Denver, until no. Game 6 because it was, like, close. I or was it kept, game seven? I don't know. This is so boring. I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. And, and this is, I don't know if it's just me, but Paul George, and like, I love Kawhi, right? Oh, we can do 15 minutes on that. But I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy watching them. They have a lot of talent, but they don't, they don't actually use it. It's just like Kawhi's going to one-on-one, PG's going to one-on-one, Lou Williams is going to pick and roll with Montrez. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. They have Shamit. They've got and some Morris. catch and shoot from they've everybody got, else. They got people. They got. They didn't Jamar- play Reggie Jackson. Did you know that? Notice that? 
Reggie Jackson. They didn't play Reggie Jackson in that last series. And I remember him doing well in their first series versus Dallas. And they didn't play him. I just kept seeing him. And I saw his face when they lost. Yeah, right? I was like, they haven't used him. I kept forgetting it. Yeah. He, um, see, that's the thing. That's why people say it's Doc. Because with that talent, you got to put a system in that's going to maximize the talent. And get on them when they play one-on-one or change it. If, like, if you're the one saying do one-on-one, change it because it ain't working. I think it's harder to guard um, someone when they're moving off the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Move yeah. off the ball, you have to move with them, and then they give you little fakes and things like that. Like yeah. trying to guard Steph. Just like this is the thing. When Mark Jackson was with Steph and Clay, right, right. it was mostly – Pick and roll. And right. long to and, and Steph isolating. Right. And getting long twos and doing whatever. And they would run the elevator play once in a while for him. But then Kerr came in and the ball started moving around. He put the Spurs system in. The Spurs, in too, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then it was harder to guard him. Because yeah. now he's passing. Usually once somebody passes the ball, you go, okay, good. And yeah, then yeah, relax. Yeah. He goes. But he's passing and he's <laughs> coming back to and get him it. and Clay, they're both doing <laughs> and then it leaves dudes that aren't that great look good because they got dunks, wide open dunks. Because exactly. they both look to pass. Yeah, and then there's back cuts and everything like that. So I think yeah. that's what they need to implement into. Uh, and then it'll take the pressure off of Kawhi and um, Paul George to actually have to go out and score. Because yeah. if you have to isolate, there's so much pressure on that play. Yeah. But if you're getting easy stuff, like I'm going to come off a dribble handoff and then I just accidentally back cut. And then I get a wide open layup. That takes so much pressure off of everything. And it keeps the defense honest, you know? But Paul so think, George with the meltdowns. It's well, not he was looking good. You know? Yeah, but he was going, he said he was going through some mental stuff. You know what I mean? But Paul George never plays well in the playoffs anymore. Five for five for twenty, four for blah blah blah, like five points, ten points. And then, like, and then, and then how Kawhi, many years and Kawhi laid a fart in game seven, too. Yeah, and then Oh yeah, zero points. Both both of them zero points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, two versus points. and it is wasn't an elite defense. No. no, like it was bad shot selection, and, wide and open misses. Well, yeah, it was pretty that's the, tough. That's the that's the choke because there's a lot of pressure, right? Um, but like, would, and how is it even like this is the and the, and you know it's funny. It's like all the analysts. Well, not all of them, but you have the ones that really hate LeBron. So they'll be like, "Well, he got off the hook," and I'm like. So was Denver the better team? So you're telling me they can they feel the pressure to choke against Denver, but Lakers they would have been fine. Yeah. Like no. and the Lakers it would expose to me the Clippers same weakness, the big. They have no one that can guard the big. Yeah, they would have got Zubats into trouble cuz they would have um Zubats trying to guard AD is not going to happen. You know did what I mean? Did you see what they did to Denver in that last game? Dwight and, Howard. I know. Ooh. That's the thing. And then and they really put pressure on the rim. The the they put they got the the big three like Millsap, Jokic, and yeah. Murray into foul trouble really quick. Yeah. There was yeah. some questionable calls, but there was some that when they charge into them and then they didn't do it on the other, and I was like, ah, don't yeah. make it don't make it easy for people to be like, Yeah, that's why they won. That's why they won. Yeah. Come on, yeah, you got <laughs> They shot I seventeen free man. throws in like one quarter. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, I think that uh, we'll see something different in game two. When is game two? Is it tonight or tomorrow? Sunday. Sunday. Did they, they just play it. yesterday? They played Friday, yeah, they played yesterday, yeah. Okay, good. 
the quarantine has all the days just fucking running into one another <laughs> you know um yeah so i'll take either or i'm not really rooting for or against anybody you know and i, I gotta um, have my guy lebron one just so that he's the only person to do three but the thing is if but he, he needs does, a back-to-back for me for me to like without question then i can put him as the guy but yeah. I can't do it without – like, he needs – it needs to be like Kobe, like, one off, but then the stats are, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And it helps helps you when you have to mention the Dallas part. <laughs> it's the Dallas, yeah. It's but the so thing bad. is this, this. This is what I'm saying. If it's, like, <clears throat> nobody ever talks about Kareem as the GOAT. Have you ever looked yeah. at Kareem's stats? Right, right. And his achievements, they're crazy, right? <laughs> But I think it's all, it's always going to be who is the, the fact that they're still talking about Jordan as a goat and he retired how long ago? Right. 30 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. 98. And then he came back for the. So 2002? Yeah. yeah. And they're still talking about him. You know what I mean? So I'm just yeah. like, okay. But um, I think. Green has six or five? Six. Six, six, six. Yeah. And how many MVPs? I think he's got like five or six. He's and then got... he's number one all time scoring. The most unstoppable shot. Should I share my screen? Let me share my screen. Can you see my screen? No. Okay, let me see. Can you see it now? Wait. Oh, I'm not touching anything because it <laughs> might fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me get rid of this. Okay, so the thing is... Um, if they do win it, right? I think AD is going to get the. You see the numbers that AD put, has been putting. Yeah, up? yeah, yeah, yeah. If they give it to LeBron, it's going to be like a, a some bullshit. LeBron would have to. It would have to be like he starts in the final. I don't. But you know what? I, what I feel like. I feel like LeBron knows that the bigs and the others can carry them through this series, and he's going to wait to put on the finals performance. I hope so. Like, let me coach. <laughs> let me ride. I, when he was sitting in like the fourth quarter and I just see Anthony Davis and all the others in and yeah. his face is just like, let me let these young bucks carry me throughout this series so that I can, I can get the, I averaged the best in all categories again, like I did versus Golden State and win this shit. Yeah, it's all calculated. <laughs> Everything he does is calculated. <laughs> Which is smart. I wish I had that, it's like, instead of impulsive. That dedication I mean, yeah, to, to calculation. Make sure everything is calculated. He's the dude with, like, the post-it notes on the wall, like, check, <laughs> <Yes>. check. <laughs> even when he reposts something from somebody oh, else, yeah. he never <laughs> even tags them or anything. I'm like, yo, you're taking stuff and you're not even tagging them? I was like, no, I can't, man. Everything is calculated, you know? So what How else you-, you got? What else um, is going – so uh, t- tell me about this place you're working at. Oh, so it's called uh, Sweatline Fitness in uh, in uh, Marietta. I don't know if you know where that is, but yeah. it's like like 20 minutes out from Georgia. It's a, a basketball facility, um, but they didn't have a strength coach before I came. So I came in as a strength coach, and then they just um, – like they would literally just send me bread. I would go to Dick's. I got the squat rack, nice. um, the bench that we had, a bunch of sleds uh med balls and then it's like in a warehouse that's by a bunch of where like connect to a bunch of them so there's like 
probably like 150 yards on in the at the backside between the other side that's another warehouse so like we do like sled outside and then we have good. the rack and the bench and then it's a uh, two half courts so or like half court, so like a l not a full so court but a yeah, two and so, a half yeah. and then they have like a small turf in there but um yeah they hired me like in i want to say may during covid yeah so then i started um i started working there and yeah it's been it's been really well like i had my boy Chris that's played overseas in Germany for a while, he moved down in August. So he started working there, but mainly to trade with me because he's coming off of that Paul George injury. Somebody wow. fell on him when he was in somewhere in South America, but he broke the fibula yeah. and then like fractures in the ankle. So he has like screws in the ankle and everything. Wow. But when he first came down, especially because he was at COVID in New York, so he couldn't even work out. He was just dunking the ball barely with one. And then I don't know if you saw that video I put up that he's, he can rock the cradle, but he hasn't done that in years. Okay. So with like the most basics of we've made so much progress. So he's going to be trying out for this uh, TBL team down here. Yeah. They pay like up to like 7,000 a month. And it's like a lot of um, like ex NBA players or people trying to get back in the league in that league. And they just made a team. So he comes down here, ATL creates a new team. They didn't have a team before. So hopefully he can stay down here keep training and uh yeah it's been really good i just have a few um high school players besides him that i train but i do like three to four basketball sessions with them and then also three to four lifting so it's almost like i have seven or eight people when i really only have three you okay. know, but everybody's made a lot of progress um so it's it's a pretty it's a pretty dope and it's only like 20 something minutes away from me that's, that's basically good. what i've been up to and just doing that now started the podcast because of covid like i like i, I didn't have that the public page made okay. that just because i've always wanted to do that and then i was like talking to andy about how i've been wanting to have the podcast did that and so i've been getting all the knowledge because literally i just take notes from all the coaches i bring on okay so that's like okay. all I, all so that's been keeping me busy um as well as the two dogs that we have <laughs> two <laughs> the two the two i only see one which one have you seen the brown one the brown oh oh yeah athena we got a uh we got her like February. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a uh, ten months now. She's a, a pit bull and a canario mix. And she's what color? Is she white? White, white with brown spots. I've seen yeah. that as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my wife wants us to get a dog, but I'm like, no, man, I don't want to feel. <laughs> I don't want to feel, because dogs make you feel a lot. <laughs> They make you look at life like life is great. And I don't, don't want to feel that yet. Maybe I want to be on my Larry David flow. Yeah, exactly. Sad, sad. Yeah, I want to be on my LD. You know what I mean? Are you excited oh. for this next season? Next season of Curb? Yeah. When is it coming out? I don't know. I just remember the wife announcing you, it, I think. You got so hyped. You sent me the link. You were like, yo. I was like, yes, Curb. Foisted. Do you remember Foisted? Foisted. Yeah, <laughs> I did a podcast called Foisted. I, I listened to that. <laughs> the pornography, the old pornography. I, I'm waiting for um, Pose to come back, but I think their filming got stopped because of COVID. Yeah. Because the dude that we are, are friends with, um, that's a friend of Andy, he's one of the makeup artists for the girl that was played Candy on that show. Yeah, okay, and he also the makeup artist for like years for One Day Williams, but he's like, I don't even know when we start back for Pose. I'm like, 
Ah. <laughs> Andy blew up. She wound up doing um, American Horror Story, nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. Right after that, that. season was. Ah. Did you not like it? It. it I watched. I. I watched all of them, and that was one of the weaker ones. Was, it started off like it was going to be really good. Then yeah, it just yeah. got ass. Like yeah, the was, middle four. Ep- like literally, I watched the first three, and I'm telling you, I took a four month break before I went and finished it. <laughs> and it was like there was I was in between shows and I just had to watch something. I was like, all right, let's word, do this. <laughs> let's get this out. over. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so you know, recently, so I dropped some weight, right? Right, right. right. And um I always tell uh I told my boy that yo, I wear jeans every day. And he goes, Yo, why? I was like, yo, because jeans keep you honest, yo. Yeah. If you start getting fat and you can't fit in the jeans, so I got like my smallest pair of jeans that's still loose on me. I'm like, yes, jeans. <laughs> and then, um, they, okay, so you remember at Chelsea? There was this dude that worked at Chelsea, light skinned dude. He was a um light, uh, he was a lifeguard, right? And he was kind of thick. Yeah, had like a um big lower body light. Oh, I forgot dude. his name, but yeah, I have him. I have him on my Instagram. I can't remember his name. Though. Right. So he said, I said, yo, um, the, you know, jeans, man, if, if you put on weight, jeans let you know, cause they get mad tight. And he goes, yeah. yo, I, I got a solve for that. And I was like, well, he goes, I just buy jeans with, with, with stretch in it. So <laughs> it, like, if I put on weight, they just stretch with me. I was like, that's not a solve, yo. <laughs> I don't want my jeans to turn into fucking tights. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like Are those from, jean tights? No, those were originally jeans. Sure. It's like from February to fucking April, you got jeans and then you get fat and then all of a sudden they tights. I was like, yeah, I want jeans. I want to wear jeans. I don't want nah, no that's damn not a good tights. look. That's when the butt crack's coming out. It's not yeah, a good look. It's just like, so your solve is wear stretchy jeans. So <laughs> you just continue to get fatter in your jeans. I was like, no, nah, I don't want that. I it want was crazy. Shit I, I gained them. I was. 202, 205. Yeah. 230. <laughs> that's, that's, my goal. that's my goal weight right there. Now, um, I got on the diet, like, again, like, in about, I want to say a month and a half. Now, about a, about a month consistent. Now I'm down to 217. I'm feeling it. Feeling it. Like, now I got, I can actually, if I flex, I can see the ab. Yeah. I'm not resting, though. Not, not, no rest. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. They were like, yo. So my son was like, yo, what's your goal? I was like, two, two thirty. I'll get back to two thirty and I'll look like a crackhead. And they're like this, yo, why don't you try to get to two twenty? And then he sent me like the, the emoji with the eyes like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I don't know. I have to really start like dieting. You know what I mean? Like I've been eating so much red meat. So basically I just eat like paleo and keto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's always like turkey bacon or regular bacon with eggs. My first mm-hmm. meal. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even have milk anymore. It's like almond milk. Before yeah, I was that's like, what I drink. I like almond milk. Yeah. I was doing like oat For respiratory. Milk. That is like so good. The cutting out any type of dairy. Yeah. Dairy. Yeah. And then I don't. Uh, and then since I've been fasting and I go usually a long time without food, if mm-hmm. when I eat my first meal. I can go like seven, eight hours after I eat my first meal and not even feel hungry. Really? You know what I mean? So it's just like keeping the insulin levels down. So I never get that like, cause Saturday right, we right. used to always think that 
we would tie it because the Saturday workout was always like the hardest work. Right, 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 right. Because we could yeah. go longer because we didn't yeah. have to go to work. Yeah, right? yeah And yeah. I was like, yo, right around two o'clock when I get so tired because the, the workout. And he's like, no, you don't. It's from the brunch. Yeah. You go right. Saturday workout and then you do brunch with some kind of like, yo, let me get that French toast. The such and such and such. Then after you just like. <laughs> so, yeah. So I found this channel called Keto Connect. Mm. and they have a lot of stuff so it's like instead of cooking with regular flour you use almond flour mm. and then you yeah and then you can make a lot of different things so if you still love like baked goods and french toast and things like that mm. you can still make all of that shit without spiking your insulin because mm. when, when your insulin spikes like from the carbs your insulin spikes and then the fat storing hormone turns on mm. So that's why I never eat carbs. Like my first meal is never carbs. If I have any kind of carbs, it's later, you know, for my second meal or some shit like that. So I was just like, okay. But I don't like, like bread is cool, but I don't really love to have a lot of bread. I like toast at times. That would be my hardest thing. I love bread. Is the bread, yeah. You can do bread and butter like 24 seven. That's why I was like, yo, (laughs) I could do bread and butter every day. (laughs) Every day, twice a day. Yeah. So just toast with some butter and it's and I'm good. Um, but it all depends on how you're using it. Cause I remember when I first started working at Chelsea, I was mad poor. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would have, uh, three bagels a day. That's it. That would be mm-hmm. what I was eating. It was a bagel in the morning. Ba- and I was working out crazy too. And you were doing the try. The triathlons. No, not yet. I didn't have money oh, to try. I was going to say, if you were doing that, you're, killing yeah, yourself <laughs> yeah. so i was just like no i was just still doing like working out like hoops and stuff like that mm. and um so i was just like so poor and then um and then uh <clears throat> fucking what was i drinking like iced tea or something like that or whatever and i was just like some kind of caffeine and a bagel in the morning and that would just take me through and then i was like I, you know, I have no money for food i have to pay rent <laughs> It's like, it's like, they're like, yo, you're so lean. I was like, yes, lean. And I was doing keto. And then at times I was doing keto and didn't even know it. I had like, um, tuna fish mm. or chicken. So I was just doing like protein. <laughs> I had no money for sides. You know Drills what I mean? and bills, as we yeah. say. <laughs> well, I got a, a good one for you. Um, for like any of the young kids out there, people like just kids coming up, um, that are trying to make it to the league or kids that just want to play overseas. Like what are some main keys they should focus on when working out? And then like, how should they address weaknesses and stuff like that? Like, or what, what would you say they need to work on that coaches or to get a scholarship are going to be looking for that they need to be able to do well. So here's the thing. I always say fall in love with simplicity. Mm. Um, I had a kid yesterday, his father wants him to come to the States like a prep school or something like that because he's in london he was like there's no basketball in london i was like there is <laughs> you know what i mean you gotta, be, I like, you got a pro team How i was like there's a pro just, league there yeah. right so um <laughs> i had him just doing basic hop and turn like the mm-hmm. footwork mm-hmm. and he was struggling to get that and then dribbling with the left hand right so we had we did two ball stuff mm-hmm. and you could see the right hand looks like he's dribbling the ball and the left hand just looks like he's fucking smacking at it. Oh, my God. The smack shit. I don't know. Right? What, what is that? So I was that? like, yo. I said, <laughs> I want your right hand to look exactly like your left hand. 
that's how you need to dribble the ball, right? So, um, and then he couldn't dribble the ball without staring at it, especially, and he couldn't do like high low. You're right, 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 yeah, yeah, the high low. Right. So, and I was like, I don't want you staring at the ball. Stare straight so you could still see the ball at the bottom right. of your eyes. So it was the struggle. And then the, the shot was like a crisscross thing. Right? Right, right, right. So we worked on the shot. We worked on the handle and everything. And then his father goes, yeah, because all he does is watch Professor. Right. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. So, um, and no, you know, prof- like when Professor needs to really play, he can ball. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're trying to learn how to play to go to, go to college, don't don't pattern your stuff after Professor. So after we finished with the struggle, like he couldn't do a left hand layup. He couldn't do the footwork. Right. It, it was the logo, as we call it with this knee up and that, right? And I'm like, yo, left, right. You know what I mean? So me yeah. and Sal used to call it the logo because we're trying to teach the, the footwork for like the left, right footwork. Yeah. And every, nobody can do that. They could, so, so they're doing the, what do they say? Same hand, same, same foot. foot. That's yeah. what they say. And, but and I, not on purpose though, on accident. And I, told, and I told people, I was like, the reason same hand, same foot started is because some some trainers said fuck that i don't, <laughs> I don't have time to teach this kid how to do this because he's never gonna get it sometimes so i just do, make them not even dribble just one same, two yeah one two basic just go one two try to just try to yeah. do that because i was like yo you don't even have any strength in your right leg to jump <laughs> off you know what i mean yeah so it's like forever right so it's always same hand same foot right so we finished the session and i'm like there's no way I could try to find a prep school for this kid here because this kid is, is not going to be able to play. Right. Then his friend comes in and he does, and he's going to play ones and he's doing all of this professor <laughs> shit, like carrying and walking and doing, I was like, yeah, that's a travel. Is it? I go, yeah, that move you can only do going downhill. Like the yeah. move where you dribble and fake like a behind the back pass. Right. 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 And then bring it back. Yo, he did that from a standstill. Like somebody in front of you, I'm dribbling, then all of a sudden I'm gonna go. I'm like, no, you don't have <laughs> momentum to do that. You have to be going downhill to do that. I said, you took four steps, right? He's like, I did? I go, yeah. I was like, this is how you're supposed to do it. He goes, oh, okay. I was like, how old is the kid? He's like 14, right? 14, yeah. And then he's doing like throwing it on the through the legs, oh but on the God. outside like that <laughs> and all of this stuff. But he's still only going to the right side. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then he's like trying to snatch it over the head. I'm like, <laughs> and do all of this shit. I'm like, yo, that's not going to get you any burn. That's going to get you less burn. <laughs> I, I said, I said, you have to understand. And they only can do it one way. Can't even do it both ways. <laughs> yeah, and I said, so, because what, what younger kids need to know is coaches love you getting the job done without a lot of effort Two dribble pull up this and that not you don't have seven seconds to dribble the ball but kids think i'm gonna show you that i know how to play so i'm gonna start doing fancy stuff (laughs) right so i was like yo all we want is seven pounds with your offhand and then windshield wiper couldn't do that right but then he's like Going between the legs and doing, I'm like, yo, that's serving no purpose. 
It's serving no purpose yeah. if you can't actually use it in a game. You know, so they're I mean? doing step backs, but still can't do a one drill pull up. I had a kid that couldn't do a regular layup because he was only doing euros. So I, I was. Oh, you, that's funny. I actually see that a lot. Like their natural go to. I'll be like, euros. I need you to do a speed layup. And yeah. they do it. They're still doing like like a forward euro. And I'm like, go fast. Yeah, just like, go straight. And then and I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. So one time I had euro. to stand, stand in the way. I was like, just do a layup. Stood yeah, in the yeah, way, yeah. yo, he just euroed right into me. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm standing right here, right? It's just like, I can't do it. I'm like, what do you do in the game? What yeah, he does euro every time. So you see somebody play and you go, ooh, that kid has skill. Then you try to, to coach him yeah. and he can't do it. Yeah. Because everything is euro, you know what I mean? So that's why I always tell people that um, you need to play pickup and then you need to also train. So when you come in and train, you should be focusing on specific blocks of training. Mm -hmm. Meaning if, okay, today we're gonna work on the step back from both sides. Mm -hmm. And that's all we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. So we'll go behind the back, get to a spot, step back. Between the legs, get to that same spot, step back. And we want the same speed on mm -hmm. that finish. Because mm -hmm. whatever comes before it, comes before it. Because we can't, we can't, um, practice a complete scenario in the game you know what right. i mean you can only practice like the finishes like we'll do pick and roll or something so we'll come down change direction set the pick and roll up and then teach the kid how this is why you're waiting because right, if, right, right. if they don't know the why right then they actually don't know what they're doing yeah. So, so I you start rushing the hesitation, or it's crazy long. I'm like, I need they you to get look here. off. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like I need you to get here and then wait two or three dribbles, and what? And you're waiting for your teammate to come and set the screen. If you go too early, you get that person an offensive foul. Right. And it's just like, yo, wait up! You're giving me an offensive foul. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean. Right. So, um, if they want to level up, they need to focus on every time they step into the gym focusing on eliminating weaknesses, mm. eliminating weaknesses. And like I told you that time I, I, I shot around with Steve Nash and he did the same move the whole entire time. Yeah. He was, he was at the gym one day and I was like working out on one half and he was working out on the other half court. And yeah, I know it was just like little variations of like the same thing, the same move. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's blocked. So you need to, they, usually the players that have like really bad OCD, mm -hmm. right? It's like obsessive compulsive. You need to yeah. be obsessive compulsive and not ADD. Yeah. ADD, you won't make it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you can't focus on one thing. You have to be, I'm going to go into the gym and work on two dribble pull up, going to the left, two dribble pull up, going to the right. And then that's that same move in the mid range. It's the same move at the three line. Right, right, that's right. what that's what we would do because that's the only way you you get better at something. Right. And nobody ever told me that. Now, when you do your, because like usually what I have with the kids is like I'll do like ten to fifteen minutes. They're doing like form shooting, some stuff on the move, some stuff in place. Then they're doing some variation for like fifteen minutes of one to two or three dribble pull ups, and then some type of catch and shoot that they usually suck at the most. Same thing with like that one dribble pull up. And then if the kid's really bad at ball hang, I'll do separate ball hang. But like I, from working with you, 
try to just more often not do the ball handling, but into shots or layups. Yeah. And just finishes all types. Like, is that smart? Or are you saying like you really want to do like just dribble pull ups today? The next day you do catch and shoot. Like, because if you, because most time I only have an hour. And if I have them three days a week, you know, especially depending on the kid, you know, they're not doing stuff when they're not with you. So, yeah. Like, what's your usually advice on that? Like, do you like, I'm only really doing one part of this part of the game today. Is that how it usually is? So, yeah. So, if you can have a pick and roll day, which is mm -hmm. great. Cause you'll get conditioning, you'll get handle, and then you can go so many different options of pick and roll. Right. So within that pick and roll, say we start at half court. Right. And then a couple of dribbles, we got a change of direction and now we get to the wing. So now we're waiting for the pick and roll to come. Right. Mm. And then you come off the screen and say, the first is regular pull up. And you say the guy's right on your your butt or whatever. Now you're gonna go regular pull up. Now he's gonna go under the screen. So now we're still working on that same handle and dribble and everything like right. that. But then now he goes under the screen. So I'm gonna cross back and take the three. Right. And then the big is gonna pop the screen. So now I'm still doing that pick and roll. But now I come to it and then I'm gonna slip it and we get to the layup. So. Right that portion of the pick and roll where they come down and they're getting the handle, they're getting so much handle into it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So I go, okay, the first cone, instead of just a regular crossover, now we got a behind the back. Or we got a double cross and then we get to that. So that's how you, you work on one aspect of it. So we're working on pick and roll, mm -hmm. but there's different variables in each part of the pick and roll that mm -hmm. you can shift. Will you do like maybe dribble, handoff, they catch and shoot, then maybe they catch, go to the rim, catch one dribble, pull up, maybe a pass too. Like, will you do that type of stuff too? You can do that if you want them to work together. Like right, if right. you, like say you have four kids, right, then right, you right. then you pace them together. So it's just like, okay, I'm gonna penetrate and then I'm gonna come off the first screen. Like he's gonna set a high screen, right? Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna come off it again and then either pass and then come back and get it. You know, like, a, a, a so he, he sets the screen and then, so you, you do, what we tend to do is different scenarios within a game. Yeah. Like I would do it with the kid if it's just us together. Right, right. So I'll set a high screen. So he starts a half court, right? And then I'll set a high screen for him to brush, like a brush screen. So right. he gets to the middle and then I'll turn and then he has to change direction come off that screen and then get to the wing. Right. But when he gets to the wing, we could say my man and his man followed him to the wing. So now he has to jump up and pass out of the double team. Then right. he passes, he passes to me, but mm -hmm. then he immediately comes off and he gets a dribble handoff. Right, right, and he right, takes right. the two dribbles and then shoots. So now okay, he's okay. getting a brush screen pick and roll. He's got to change direction, come off the pick and roll again. Mm -hmm. Now he's got to avoid the double team, jump up and pass, right? right? To get it to me. Then once his feet hit the ground, he has to come off and get the, the dribble handoff. So now he's got so much conditioning and changing direction. So it's like game-like. Because what I find is in camp, you have to have a, a kid that understands, that has played games, that understand how games work. Mm -hmm. You can always tell kids that haven't played games. They start and the hand is up under the ball. Like they've done training mm -hmm. in a line 
with seven other kids and they're just waiting because they're not doing something while they're waiting. They're just standing there. Right. And I can always tell because I'm like, dude, that's not basketball. You wouldn't stand there with your knees locked out. Like right, when right, I pass right. it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you have to put them in a scenario where they're getting the skills, but it's also trying to transfer over in the game. And then when you, when you do that, will it be like, we're just going to do a certain amount of shots for this move because you want to do a whole bunch of different variation or where you like, you have to make a certain amount of makes before we move on. I'll do, um, I'll usually do tens. Mm. Like if, Say they do pick and roll with some kind of cones or something like that, mm -hmm. right? They'll do pick and roll um, into their shot mm -hmm. and then come off the cone again and get another shot. So each okay. trip, they're getting like two or three shots per trip. Right, right. And then we'll do 10 rounds of that. And they need to okay. keep how many they made. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because mm -hmm. if you say 10 makes, they could be there forever. Right, 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 right. So we say, okay, we're going to do... 10 rounds of this where you get two shots per round right and you need to make well over 50 percent of this so there's accountability right. but there's right. also an end to that and then that after segment. each round will you say a certain amount of free throws or something like that before we go to the next one yeah and then um and then so you can and you can set it up however you want you know mm -hmm. what i mean and it's good to work with like one or two kids Right. especially if they're focused like if you have a group of kids and they're focused it's great yeah right but now i'm dealing with like a monday and wednesday of 10 year olds oh. and one 14 year old girl right oh. so um i had to yell at them and and give them suicides in the in the last practice and then now they're locked in because right. they used to just mess around you know yeah. what i mean and then they want to do fadeaways and all of this stuff, and extra stuff, right? I was like, yo, you went between the legs behind the back. And did you make the shot? No, that doesn't serve us <laughs> anything. I was like, but it made you feel good, right? It's like, yeah, it made you feel good. You know what I mean? So, but now they work. And, um, but uh, yeah, you just give them a certain number of shots they're going to take, and then they got to keep their makes. Mm. Yeah. And then how do you deal with the kids that, they're like, well, I want to do this instead. I want to do step backs. I don't want to do, why are we doing basic two, three dribble pull-ups? Like, how do you deal with that kid? Like, so, it was probably easier for you because at least you played in no, the but, league, you know? But you do this. You say, okay, we'll do, we'll do this. So let's make a deal. We'll, we'll do 10 okay. reps of this. Mm -hmm. And if you can make eight out of the 10 shots, then you get to move on. You could do your step back. Because... People, because I had one girl that was like, "Can we do harder drills?" Because we were just doing basic, and I was like, "Yo, you shoot and your hands go like this, <laughs> but you want to do a harder drill? Okay, I want you to shoot and make sure your follow through stays straight. Right. And if you the next five you shoot, if you can make four of those, then you've mastered that. Because you can't. Because it's what's harder, right?" Like, you know, it's like, yeah. if you can't do a basic. And this was right. a basic, like two <laughs> dribble change, two dribble change. And then it's like two dribble. And then you know how I want you to change when you get right to the cone, because the cone is like the defense. So I'm going to change right. like that. People are like this. And then going around. The, and then I was yeah. like, yo, that's not it. I said, when you, when you see me demonstrate, did I do that? Yeah. Like I'll start dribble to one area and then finish like at the foul line. 
Yeah. And then I go, okay, go. And then I'll dribble to one area and then continue to go. To, I was like, okay. I said, I'm huge and I'm black. So you could see me, right? And they're like, yes. I was like, where did I finish? Where did I take my shot? You were there at the front line. I was like, so why are you there on the block? Do you not, do you not understand what we're doing? You know what right. I mean? It's like, what is that? You know, so I have, um, but the kids are like that. So if they say, I don't want to do this. So they say, okay, so do this for me. If you can do this, then we'll progress on. Right. It's always a progression. I start right. with basic and then add something to that basic. Right. Like jab step. Like if you could do the jab step, two dribble pull up without dragging your feet and traveling, right. then, then we know we could move on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, yeah. like even with my, like older, like even sometimes when I'm putting Chris through drills, I make him do a lot of stuff he doesn't like to do. Yeah. And he's a pro, but it's like, he'll, like he's great at the mid range, but he's not a great, uh, like from college and beyond NBA, like three point shooter. But it's like, and, and ball handling because he always plays a two, but I'm like, no, we need to get your skill level more as a one because you're only six two, six three. But well, how, how does he play a two and he doesn't shoot from the three or whatever? He I mean, well, cause he played, I guess because in Durban, you know, it's just it's the college like three point line. But okay. he's just he's just he's real physical and he's yeah. just so great at mid range. So he'll just come off the pick and roll, one, two, inside. But it's it's like he can catch and shoot from from college. But like dribbling, like closed out at the three, NBA three, then pull up from college, he can't do. But like okay. solely been working more and more, especially like the form shooting, yeah. making him do all all that seek Mike stuff has like at first he doesn't like it. And then he sees the improvement. And then with my clients, he sees my clients. Because I have a, a kid that's in high school. He started off being in a catch and shoot from college. Yeah. Now he can do like roll up drills and stuff from like beyond NBA. Okay. Just doing all that stuff. So I have Chris do a lot of that stuff, but it's like, we will do some fancy stuff. We'll do like a little bit of hard and every once in a while, but still it's like almost still always going right back to the basics. Cause it's like, you know, Kawhi, I guess now, right now it's like, it's a bad example, but like he eats off of like such a basic game. Like yeah. he needs, I feel like Kawhi needs a little bit more fancy in his game. Cause like it's very stiff and robotic. So robot. It's like more robotic now than it was last year. Yeah. I, maybe that's cause his body's not, I still think he may be a little hurt or something, Yeah, but, maybe. but I think the kids watch too much Kyrie and don't watch a lot of the basics that Kawhi and other players that finish well, especially throughout the playoffs. I mean, like I love LeBron, but look why, why he doesn't have a mid range is the same reason why he doesn't score 30 something a game because yeah. he gets stuck either trying to pass, go to the room or jack up some bad, three-pointer and it's yeah, like and he's not thinking about mid-range anymore nah, like he, nah, nah. he used to have mid-range yeah and Miami I feel like he got it a little bit he had it at Cleveland too and then it's because he's always trying to perfect something I guess yeah or um because he's changed his free throw shooting so many times remember he was doing that little step back and then he the was doing back. like the ball in the front and then and turn <laughs> Turn. I was like, dude, just pick one and stay with it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. even if you are, if your shot is not perfection, you shoot enough reps. Yeah. Seventeen years of shooting free throws, you should be a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Like now, I step to the free throw line and I don't miss a free throw ever. And right. I'm like, yo, I wish I had this in high school. I wish <laughs> I had this in college. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. So it takes a while for you to figure out what you need to do. That's why sometimes I don't really um, 
change the kid's form that much unless mm. it's awful. Right. Like if, if hands are going in front of the, the midpoint, yeah. like either that hand or this hand, right, like right, right. we have to change it. Right, right, right. It has to be straight. And if yeah. you can, even if you're doing this and your hands are here, like when right. you finish, like extend it out, it's okay. As long as you're staying straight with it. Right. But if I see like this, like pushing and this is, out, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. some funky stuff, right? I'm just like, this is what you need to do. But yeah. if you're making the shot, okay, I'm not messing with it. Yeah, know? I think with, with some, like I was talking to this one kid and he was like, because I was having to do form shooting and he was like, well, do you think, uh, like, well, how long does this take? And I was like, well, it takes a while for you to see like major results. Like you're going to see little improvements, but major results takes a long time. And he's like, well, then won't this affect me during my, my season? And I'm like, but you don't shoot at all anyway. And I was like, they don't allow you to do anything. So you might as well just get better at it. So then you actually get an opportunity to shoot. Cause like right now they have you played in the post. So it's yeah. like, why not get better? Like if you ain't shoot jump shots and all you're doing is shooting free throws, yeah, this won't really affect you that much. But right now you can't hit a shot open, let alone on the move. And you have major flaws. So like, you gotta it's going to be it, annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> you got to call it like, his, like the daily, we call it the daily vitamins. Mm. I was like, this is the stuff, the daily supplements. This is the <laughs> stuff you got to take every single day. Right. So it's the ball handling. <clears throat> so even if it's like a little 10 minute thing, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the the two ball stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the form shooting, yeah. right? This is what you need to do every day. And right. if they do, and if they only look at it as like a little 10 minute clip, yeah, then they come in and then they do the 10 minute yeah, clip. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, and they can do that with no basket. And I'd rather right. have, if you're trying to fix somebody's <laughs> shot, take the basket away from them. Yeah. Because then they are only focusing on form. Yeah, too, and they don't get discouraged because especially younger kids, especially now, I see their like mental will is like There's none. they they easily just deteriorate and it's just like it's, it's all right, it's all right. But like so quick do they uh they break down. I'm like And I think you uh -oh. have to they have to learn that as they get older, you know what I mean? Because I don't know how I was when I was younger. Yeah, but right. I was probably like that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So so it's just like they have to learn as they get. So if you take the basket out, so the goal is I need to see, you know, that hand either open or pointing towards the basket and then the follow through. That's your yeah. goal. Your goal is to do that. And you're going to try to get that ball to go straight up and then come straight down. And then they yeah. focus on that, you know? Yeah. See, Mike was talking about that during COVID because all the basketballs were out. And he was like, actually, I've seen a lot more progress with the kids because they don't get mentally discouraged and they focus. And so like now there's no range thing where like I'm just going to start deteriorating my form to go shoot a three pointer. Now it's just, no, I need to let the ball land in the same spot. Yeah. And when you do that, your shot form will look crazy different than I'm at the free. Like, you know, it's also too, I find. If I do in between high school and in between free throw line, it's only like three feet. And then I go back between high school to three point line. All of a sudden their shot is like crazy different. And I think it's like, they know they're at the three. Yeah. So they know that the free throw line. And it's like, and they think they have like to each time it. we still, yeah, we still move back the same amount, but now yeah. you transform. And even if a kick and shoot NBA, there's still like some crazy difference. Once they got between high school and free throw to high school, it's like all of a sudden, no, I got to like jump crazy high or I got to 
shoot from my face. And I'm like, but well, you have the capability to shoot way farther. Why are you doing it? Yeah. No, stay underneath the ball. Relax. And you know what's funny with the form shooting? They don't have the discipline to, like, slow it down. Like, I want you to – that the form, we want it to be almost the same when you're five feet to this feet. And it's like all of a sudden it turns up when I pass the ball, it's catch and shoot. I'm like, no, we're trying to get you better at your form. This is not a race. Like, yeah. you know, slowing down, relax, pay attention to little details. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's – I always tell kids that are young that um, this is a process. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it's not only. I just noticed something. I hope it's what? taping everything. Yeah, it's battery, I'm, right? It says yeah, I'm record. You, you, is your is your button flashing too? Yeah, it's flashing. Yeah. Okay. Has good. it always done that? Was it always? I don't know. That? I just paid attention to it. <laughs> like, like the it was. It's been flashing and everything like that. And then my mic is doing that because I'm talking. So, okay, cool. All right, but I'm, I always tell kids, I'm like, okay, you're 12 years old. Do you expect to to reach your peak now at twelve? You know what I mean. They're like, "Why can't I shoot from NBA?" I'm like, "I'm relax, like, yeah. it's it's a process." You know, everybody I, but wants I think that's stuff the, like right with the now. social media. They it watch is. so many kids if they're their age and they compare themselves to that, and then they're like, "I can't do that, so I suck." And it's like, "There's so much." Yo, I saw a little suck. kid. <laughs> Did you see the video? Of the little kid who's like an eighth grader, not even an eighth grader, he was eight years old, and he was shooting from like college three and killing it. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Or tiny, tiny, and it was a regular shot. It wasn't like a push throw either. <laughs> it was nice. Jeez. I'm gonna try to find it and send it to you. It was good. I was like, some kids are just different, and all depends on your focus. If you yeah. can focus at five years old, right. you can like, like every time you're in. But that's a personality trait. Yeah, and it's, it's like, also I find picking the right sport. I think some kids or the parents. Sometimes they push them too hard into a sport or they don't get them to actually, they don't, they, you know, as soon as the kid wants to quit, they let them quit Yeah, and do that. But you can't also be like, if this kid like kind of hates it, I'll, I'll always, to me, it's like, what sport does a kid watch all the time? Yeah. Probably the one they like. Yeah, that's definitely. They're not going to love baseball if they like me, they can't stand to watch it. Like there's, there's no way. You know? Stand around. <clears throat> The sand yeah, I was playing baseball like, that when kid I was watching that. Yeah, I, I was like, yo, I knew I needed to quit when I was hoping that the other team got a hit so I could right, do something. Right, right. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, please hit the ball, hit the ball, <laughs> hit the ball this way so I could do something. It's like this hoop strike three. I was like, the most boring shit ever. Some <laughs> people love baseball. I like I I can the parents go crazy with that. Yo. Yeah, I can go to a baseball game, but I don't go for the baseball. I go for the food. The, in the crowd, <laughs> you know, the crowd. And Biz here. Biz you know I mean? here. Biz here. We, Hot we, dogs in the popcorn. Yeah, we were at um, Cincinnati Reds against the, the Giants here, San Francisco mm-hmm. Giants. And anytime the beer guy comes around, he's like, Biz here, right? Mm-hmm. So these two girls walk by with all Cincinnati Reds stuff on, right? And they were like blonde, kind of chesty, right? <laughs> and then the guy that was next to me was like, Reds here, Reds here. <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, giving him high five, loving it, everything like that. It's just like, yo, beer and the footlong hot dog. I was like, yo, we got to go beer and a hot dog. Right? <laughs> I haven't had a hot dog. The last time I, I can't had a eat hot a hot dog, dog, it makes me sick. Yeah, last time I had a hot dog was at a game. And that was like two and a half years ago. It's like this. Yo, hot dogs. Just like, no. But beef, have, but, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. But beef sausage, though. Ca- 
Costco organic beef sausage. That's what you need to get. You got a Costco <laughs> down there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I'm gonna send you the Costco list. The Costco. <laughs> ribs, yo, because we slow cooking ribs now. Oh, really? Yeah, crazy. We got the Instapot and we got a slow cooker, right? Oh, we have a slow cooker, so yeah. So I think we got chicken in there ready for tonight. But I slow cooked some ribs. You take um, the teriyaki sauce and you put like two cups of it in. You take the slab and then just roll the slab in. Or, or you can cut them up and put them in, right? Mm-hmm. It's like six hours. But the slow cooker, you can walk away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three hours, you turn them over, and then the other three hours, and then it's, you know, they come out, fire. <laughs> I need that. My wife is I like, like the yeah. no work cooking, too. That's yes, my and my wife is like, I got to get you to start eating more, um, like, white meat. Because I'm eating too much red meat. It's like a carnivore's diet, right? That's the it's best like, stuff. Man. I know. She's like, I'm like brisket, beef oh, ribs, oh pork gosh. ribs. So that's all we're doing. It's just you know cooking. what you know what got got. I would say us, but more so me, because you know Andy would still order lean. But there's they have food trucks in our apartment complex. Okay. One of them was a slamming barbecue truck, and they I used to get this platter where it'd be like two ribs, brisket macaroni and cheese where there's like mac and cheese gravy at the bottom okay uh cornbread the salt the i think maybe the beef sauces like two links of that yeah the links, bunch of yeah. other stuff yeah i must have that so many <laughs> i feel like i gained 10 pounds from every time i had it the single time and it's just the um the sides that did it to you it's the and cornbread the side, yeah, yeah it's the cornbread the oh, mac and cheese it. i don't have none of that shit anymore <laughs> it's just like straight up meat i was just like this <laughs> They're like, yo, you're not sleepy? I'm like, nah, no insulin spikes here. Straight up meat. But that's what we do with our dogs. We do grain-free. Yeah. It's, it, and they they um they talk about, like, when I just watch, like, people are like breeders, like, big guys are just like, the dogs are never meant to digest grain. It's only been in the last hundred years that because we've been, we have the availability to make it with all the pests, I mean, not pesticides, but the, preservatives and all that yeah. stuff. And they use the fillers of the grain, but the dog lives less not as healthy you'll find because it'll be like a dude making videos of like where i had one dog yeah. then my next dog same breed lived way longer all i did was change the diet less vet bills all that and i'm like crazy i'll spend more money to have a dog that's healthier like yeah grain free because when they get the cancer i'm putting it down i'm not i'm not it's paying like, for treatment for the dog it's a what? person you know that's why i was just like i was like losing a dog it's like losing a person so yeah. i'm just like <laughs> that. every yeah. every 10 to 15 then you gotta yeah you know, it's rough. Yeah, it is rough. Yeah. So, <laughs> how's the uh, how's the uh, Black Lives Matter been over there in California? Was well, it big over there? Yeah, they had um, they had some protests downtown and everything like that. But yeah. California, um, San Francisco is a lot of different little pockets mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, if I needed to stay away from like protests and everything, yeah, so this is the best. It's like um you know with covid you don't want to be around a large group of people and then the way it's transformed you know it's like in droplets and everything like mm-hmm. that and when you talk and you yell those droplets come out i'm not going to a protest right? <laughs> and i don't go to protest anyway i don't put right. myself in harm's way right yeah, i'm not doing that Cause i always like, applaud i applaud for- yes. yeah i'm like yes. <laughs> no and i see yo 
you know, this was the dude that broke the window and then they beat the shit out of me. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I wasn't even involved. I'm not even putting myself in that yeah. way. You know what I mean? I'm not trying so, to get arrested. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but um, I think it's it's simmered down. You remember when we had like when the whole George Floyd shit happened and everything yeah. like that? It's uh, it went crazy, but it it wasn't bad. Um. I was just, I changed my license plate because my license plate on my car used to say flex pod because mm. it's like for the podcast, yeah. but flexing is like, yo, I'm showing my money and everything like that. And the car is a Benz. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm changing yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Then I, and my car got keyed the other day because they were all this whole eat the rich bullshit. I so thought you just finished. Oh, because I listened to your pod. You're saying you have the garage. So you didn't have it in the garage that day. And the one day. No, it's before I even moved in. It got keyed. It oh. got when I came back from seeing this apartment for the first time, mm. I got out of the car and then I noticed that I had like a, a big scratch going from one. But it doesn't I don't know if somebody did it themselves because you. it doesn't look like Cause usually a key, somebody just walks past it and sure. they just put their key. So they you gotta be slick it. with it, right? Yeah. yeah. This is was shaped like going from the fender like that, and then it went around. I was like, this looks like somebody might have opened the door or picked up a bike. You know mm. how people um they lock their bikes onto poles or something. Right. They might have picked up a bike and might have scratched it by accident. That's what it looks like. It happened. Mm. It doesn't look like somebody was like, but I was just like, fuck that. At one point, it was so crazy. I was like, yeah, I'm going to change my car to some shit that is not a Benz. <laughs> because, people, you know, people automatically think that you're super rich and everything. Like that. I was like, no. Even Little though do they know you, you kind of worked hard in your life. Exactly. Like, why yeah. do you do it? It's random. I, I don't, I don't get it. I, sometimes it's, it's the same thing with like a lot of the extremists on both sides of like four black lives or four not. Yeah. And it's like, they just attack generally. And it's like, there's no plan. There's no reason behind it. Just there's like, nothing. I'm mad. So now I'm just going to, I need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Eat the rich. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if I'm rich, that means I don't have to work anymore. And right. 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 I have unlimited funds. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, so I was like, fuck that. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, it's been okay here. We, in this new neighborhood, we don't get any like homeless element over here because we're farther away from, like the Tenderloin in the city and shit like mm. that. Because the Tenderloin is an area where it's just so much homeless <laughs> and the mission. It's crazy. Like tents. They put tents up the and tents all this up. shit like that. I'm like, Fuck. We have that underneath. There's like tents areas near the uh, like underpasses. Mm. It's like Tent City. And then like where, so like in the back of our neighborhood, there's like a uh, a dog park. Yeah. And then there's like forest behind it. And there, there used to be like homeless that would come from there and i'm talking about bad looking homeless yeah they were like tents and everything but i think people started calling the police on them but okay. then they couldn't do anything because it was i can't remember there's some rule where they couldn't do anything but now they're building they have this thing kind of like the west side highway that connects to the highway everywhere it's like to parks yeah. and in the back of our neighborhood they're doing that so they cleared that all out and now there's like they had to they moved somewhere i don't know where but like, there's like they sent home. they sent them here. They sent them <laughs> like in South Park. Did you ever see that episode? What that they sent the homeless <laughs> yeah. here? So like, so it was like Yo, they but, were doing Dawn of the Dead, but with homeless. And 
they couldn't get him out the city. So what Cartman did, he built like the bus like they do in the typical Dog of the Dead yeah. movie. And he would do a karaoke bringing them to California. That's <laughs> what, because that's what they said people <laughs> did. Giuliani. Yo, he put him on a, he gave them food and this and that and then sent them to California. I was like, yo, so much How, homeless. When did it, when did California's homeless problem like spike crazy? It spiked, um, well, it spiked again with the, with the layoffs right, and everything right, like right. that. And because Venice is supposed to be crazy, it looks like, it looks like Dawn of the Dead now. Um, it looks like <laughs> The Walking Dead, right? And then, um, a lot of it see it's just like there's homeless there's and there's also a lot of drug use and stuff like that right, right. so i lost my place because like if even if i was living and you'll find a lot of young kids too mm. because they got thrown out of the house you know what i mean now they're living oh. yeah because the drugs and everything like that but um the homeless population in i think california I forgot what the numbers are. It's something like well over 150,000. But yeah, but 68% of that is in San Francisco. Jeez. 60, 68. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dang. Because, and then they put in some like government programs. To, like I see homeless people with cell phones. I'm like, yo, how you got I see phone? that here. Yeah, what the? Yeah, what there's the like little incentives and shit like that. And I'm like, it's fucked up, man. Like, I don't like to get political, but my, my wife says, yeah, you know, the, the, the liberal side wants to kind of, um, the, to have power, you need to make sure somebody always needs you to have power. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they put in a lot of, like, I'm, I'm all for social systems that are going to help you become a better person. Right. Like, yeah. I want to teach you how to stand on your own so you could improve your life right. as opposed to, I'll just give you some money every time you need it. Right. And right. Then you don't really, I'm not giving you any knowledge. I'm not giving you, you know, any opportunity to get right. a really good job so you can work for yourself. Yes. Yeah, that's you know? that's how, like, I think with the welfare thing, I think there's some people like you have old people that literally can't work or, you know, there's people that just, some reason they can't either don't have time to access or been denied a job, but they got to fix it somehow where you learn a trade or something to help yeah. you get out of this. Just because yes, I get it. There's, there's going to be people that mooch off that system, yeah. but there's people I know I have family or I have friends where they have relatives where it's like some people, they can't get out of that. Like literally they can't some people. And then you have people where they can't understand that these, some people cannot get out of it. Yes. There's people that like are fine with literally living off of wealth for their whole lives. Yeah. But then there's a lot of people that can't like, how do we get this to, so people, you know, like something has to change with healthcare, healthcare system. You shouldn't have old people dying because they can't afford surgery. Yeah. You know, or, you know a lot something, make it a payment plan. I don't know. Like make it not too, so crazy for people to qualify, you know? And, and I get like when people are like, well, it's not like Europe because most of Europe's countries are the size of our state. So it's easier to be like free healthcare, but like, some type of middle ground needs to happen because I don't, I don't, you know, it's just like the same with school. Like I get, you need to charge money. How else are you going to like afford to keep your place open? But yeah. when it's $500,000 of debt, when you leave school, that's I don't know, nice. that's just a little insane, you know, like, and that's yeah. the thing is like, you have people that are like, 
no, I am liberal or I am Republican. I am a Democrat. Yeah. I am independent. No, find neutral ground because otherwise nothing happens. And that, it's and that's so true. Like, oh. That's why they like, I'm not, I told people I'm not conservative or uh, liberal. Right. I, yeah. I, I hang out in the middle. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. there's listen. some, because <laughs> there's some things that um, I agree with, which come from the Republican side and some things I agree with that come from the, from the uh, Democratic side. That's yeah. why my, my party is called like the independent party. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I believe like a woman should choose to do what they want to do with their body. Right. You know, if you want to have a child, you have the child. If, mm -hmm. if you don't, it, you know, and then there's religion. Like if you believe in religion then supposedly right. you don't believe in homosexuality, you know what right. I mean? Right. So it's just like con a conservative liberal, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, so it's strange. That's why it's just like, all of that stuff is just dividing the country and everything. I, I feel so, me and Andy, we just feel so like lost because it's like, oh, we're supposed to vote. And it's like, I don't want Trump again, but then I do not want Biden either. I, I, I'm like both of them. It's like, so what, what am I left with you? Like, <laughs> one dude looks like he's going to die soon. And Biden, he just openly Biden. says, I'm not going to bring on the best vice president. I'm just going to try to get a black woman. Because what? Because you're trying to get the black vote. Like not even, not even like sneaky with it. Not even like I'm bringing 20 people, I'm interviewing them. Then I'm just going to take the black person to get the, no, no, no. I'm taking a black woman because we just need a black woman. What? Well, the, the whole thing is if Kamala Harris, so if Kamala Harris is our, our Veep yeah. and, um, and Biden is ghost. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's going to be off the chain. I'm going to be like this, yes. So, so my whole thing is, I'm like... We're voting for the... Because if he gets... If that dementia starts to kick in crazy, then you have Kamala Harris. Then we're like this, okay, Kamala Harris. But people have been ripping her too. Because they, like, because they rip everybody. But that's, that's true, yeah, yeah. They rip... Like, you can dig in... They found fucking that Obama used to smoke weed in college. Yeah, that's that's what they had on it. That's what they had. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I say, yeah, yeah, you can find shit on you can find shit on everybody. Right. You know what I mean? But they like, hated that's all they had on him though. Yeah. I'll take that if that that's the bad thing he did, great. Well, that's ninety percent of America did it at least once. So whatever. Yeah. You saw the Key and Peel skit on that, right? I think I'm so. I'm gonna send it to I, you. I gotta, get fucking, into, I gotta get into them because they're it's like hilarious. Crazy. Like the skits are hilarious. So, um, yeah. <laughs> How long have we been on this shit? Have, have we been oh, on for yeah. two hours yet? Almost. I think we started like five, like right before five. So we may almost be at two hours. All right. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we sign off? I got to. Anything else? Oh, what are your, what are your future plans? Like, what are you trying to do with Greenstone Hoops and yeah, so let me maybe you. eventually the gym, maybe? So let me tell you, so this is what, so I think we may, but don't quote me on this, we may have only one more year left in San Francisco because the wife then, is like, yo, I'm trying to be out, right? She always didn't like it though. She's yeah. me. You like it. I can't do it. It's too chill. It's too yeah. chill. <laughs> it's, like, it's all right. You know what I mean? But um, we had talked about moving to uh, Ohio and because oh, no. she's from she's from Cincinnati right and um doing like a, a building a get, finding like getting a house and then building the uh the gym behind the house like a warehouse 
like the, one of the sheds with the like the barn joint. Yeah, the barn joint. So I got a half. Make court. it make them ceilings high though. Yeah, they have to be like 30, yeah, yeah. 30 yeah, feet yeah. at least, right? Yeah. So um, so I'll have the half court, then I'll have turf where mm-hmm. I can have like sled, you know, battle ropes, truck tie, whatever this and that, and then running my business out of that. And then mm-hmm. she, then she'll be like doing consulting and stuff. So if we need to get to New York, boom, it's like an hour 15 flight. Right. 10 12 hours would she drive. still work for um banana or because mm, <laughs> if we move to ohio she probably won't be working for banana you right, know what right. i mean she'll be doing consulting or doing her own type of line or something like that you know right. so because the key is we need to go somewhere because what's what's happening now is the Everything is going red state, blue state. You'll right. find a lot of people that are like California had like a mass exodus. Like people are moving from because this whole thing with the pandemic and the whole thing with shutting shit down. California kept shit shut down for a long, long time. Right, right, right. Specifically to tank the economy here. Jeez. So so the up, upcoming election we could get trump out of the you know and i'm oh, like wow. i'm like y'all willing to do shit like that so it it kind of pissed off a lot of democrats to to move towards red states so a lot of people move mm-hmm. into texas you know that's all oh, that's oh my god that's that's the other thing because he said we're gonna keep stuff shut down we're gonna keep everything mass on for like a long period of time and you're pissing off people that that because people are like getting depressed. Like if I wasn't an ATL, I don't know what I would do. Still not being a workout in New York City, yeah. Like that, like and and you know it's it's crazy how they can be like gym is not necessary, liquor store is. Lit, drinking makes you more susceptible to any virus. Yeah, but you don't want to let people work out. It's crazy. It's so, just like one of the million where it's like it's obvious. Like there's an yeah. agenda. So there was a mass exodus from New York, mass exodus from California. You know. Right. Yeah. And um, especially because you can you can make money remotely, right? right? Like our our business. If I wanted to do Zoom shit, I could do that, but I really don't want to do that. I really want to be there with the person. You right, know what yeah. I mean? Because I feel yeah. you get in. You know. So, um, but a lot of because uh, there's a lot of political shit going on. Like, like Nancy Pelosi is like the speaker of the house. She's democratic. Right. Right. And she's one of the biggest, like, and she's far, far left. So she's an extremist. Mm. She's everything is against Trump and whatever. (laughs) And then wear your mask and all the shit. And then a hair salon. You saw that, right? Yeah. 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 A hair salon that wasn't allowed to be open. She had her people contact the owner and probably shot them some money, right? Oh, yeah. So they could open, and then she's in there without her mask on. And the owner taped it and then leaked it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so the owner got it's paid over. twice, right? <laughs> got paid from them. And it's, and it's just like, yo, it's like, it's easy for you to say, because we call it the elite, because there's a conservative elite, there's a liberal elite, right? So the shit that 
happens, it doesn't affect them. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter. They're still going on vacation. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They can buy a place if they want to still go to restaurants. Yeah, all that. Yeah. So yeah, so a lot of people are being becoming disenfranchised. So it's just like, so I'm just like, whatever, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping for the best, but I don't know what the best is going to look like. Because me, the best of a bad situation. Yeah, I grew up in the city, so me moving and and starting a business to do what I love in, in the fucking natty in Cincinnati, where I'm close to Indianapolis, where I play ball, you know mm. what I mean? And, and I know how the basketball culture is in Ohio and in Indiana and in Kentucky, me mm. being smack dab in the center of it. Right. With the low cost of living, this and that, I could have my own facility and for the next like 10 years, just fucking dominate that, demographic right in there you see what um micah lancaster is doing yeah yeah yeah. you know where his spot is his his spot is in michigan oh really that's where his training facility is he has people flying in and it's the cost of living is so low that he built like a little like dormitories right that's what i was just thinking then people can stay there for cheap like a week it's like a little destination coming so people are flying so now it's your facility so i'm like this is the package you um you get here, this is what you get. You get room and board, you get blah, 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 whatever, this and that, that's yeah. here. You know what I mean? Now, it's not like I need to go to corporate and try to find out. They need a membership. Now that, you know, all that shit is right. bullshit. I can't, right. te- I can't really deep dive into wanting to teach and create, you know? Right. You and have more creative control. And if it's on your property, you're not paying then rent at some place. It's some exactly. expensive lot. You know, and that. then yeah. it's like when I need to work out, I fucking go to the back and hook up the balls on the gun and shoot, run on the treadmill, do whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And everything is, yeah. So, so that's where I'm at because she's kind of like tired of it. How is Cincinnati the, um, the city? Because that's where you'd be living, like somewhere outside, just outside of that. Yeah, Cincinnati's dope. It yeah. was um, uh, downtown. It's not Cleveland. Cleveland's supposed to be whack. I lived yeah. there for one year. We lived there for one year when I was young, and yeah. I was young. I was young, but I still remember how bored we were. Yeah, I was Cle- a kid. Cle- <laughs> yeah, Cleveland's supposed to be whack. Like Columbus is is okay, right? Um, but uh, Cleveland is supposed to be whack. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, because you got Kentucky right there, like Lexington and everything. And it's big basketball because you got right. Louisville, um, you got University of Cincinnati, Xavier, blah, blah, blah. So everybody's into And then the high school basketball is crazy there. Right, right, right. I went to a girls' high school game. I saw chicks that were, like, pulling up, with, like, NBA three-pointer off the, off the dribble and shit like that. And Ooh. then, yeah. And then based on them being able to like shoot and pull up they were creating for for others i was like yo this team is amazing <laughs> like yeah that chick is gonna go d1 you know what i mean right. and she's just like between the legs fake get inside kick and the next person's like kick i was like <laughs> i was like yo i need to be coaching them right would you and, see, are you still thinking about doing that coaching like a team team wise i don't know like I, I don't know, they, to, I dropped into like I at first I was thinking about maybe I would want to do that. Then I was like, nah. you gotta do, you gotta deal with too much drama. It's too much drama, not enough pay. Yeah, too much drama, not enough pay. Yeah. 
you know so i'm just like because when the last time i was coaching i was making a lot of money and i was like no no more of that because you got to deal with the parents yeah yo my kid right. is not getting but i was like yo your kid sucks yeah your, your, your kid, your kid <laughs> doesn't work hard in practice and like even right. if you don't have like a lot of skill if you fucking work hard in practice and you don't you know you're the pat bev you'll you'll get some burn from me yeah. but if you think you're supposed to get run and then you don't even <laughs> really have skill right like this yo, no no i think i'll be i'll be too honest to a fault and i get in trouble yeah. and then yeah and then you can't even really i can't even coach the way i want to coach right because kids are like overly sensitive now yeah yeah as soon as like, you raise your voice they're quick to cry because no one no one is tough with them at home anymore you, know, know. you get in trouble as soon as you think about popping your kid head. Yeah. so it's like there's no grandma you know there's none of that so these kids it's like as soon as they hear authority Oh, forward yeah. to this. But I'm like, yo, you go to college, the college coaches haven't changed much. They're and not going to care. They don't care. You know, Green, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you think you can play basketball, you bastard. <laughs> you couldn't hold my dick, you. I was like, I got you. I got you, coach. I got you in the next one. Right? That's what I'm talking about, you son of a bitch. Like, even if they're happy. Even if they're happy, they like right, yelling, right. they're yelling at you, right? That's the <laughs> now it's like as soon as you tell them, "Hey, we need to do this," and you raise your voice, they're like, uh, you know, like, I had oh, somebody what? say I was mansplaining something, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm the coach. I'm breaking down this play. That's what we're supposed to be doing. What's mansplaining?" And they couldn't even tell me what mansplaining. I was like, "Well, I'm a man, and I'm explaining something. That's not mansplaining. That's just me explaining something." They're just regurgitating like, some stuff their mom said. That's what yeah, it is. I was like, if I'm condescending, if I'm talking down to you, then I'm sorry. But I, I'm not talking But I'm not really sorry, you. though. <laughs> I was like, if I'm talking to you like you're not as good in, at basketball as I am, then probably that's what I doing. <laughs> if that's what it is, I'm sorry that you can't handle that. You know? Jeez. So, yeah, it's just too sensitive. Everybody's too damn sensitive. Like I was telling people, it's like um, you got the security, like say, you know, ADP is a company that 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 sells security, um, like home security supplies, right? right. So the, co the commercial is like somebody breaking in and the thing goes off and then it immediately calls the police or something like that, right? Right. So the guy breaking in is like a black dude, right? And then it's like, yo, why, why it's got to always be a black dude breaking <laughs> in, right? And then it's just like, okay. so then I think I've seen white dudes on that same. So, so then we change it. Series. Yeah, so we change it and we put the white dude in, right? And it goes, yo, they're taking all the jobs. We can't even get that job. And <laughs> right, I'm like, right. yo, which one is it? Why, why is everybody so sensitive? Why is it always something wrong with everything? That's so, why I like watching Santa comedy, even though they're trying to go crazy over them saying stuff. But it's like, it's the one place where like dudes are on. Like when Dave Chappelle... When he's like, I believe every woman has a choice. I also believe the man should have the choice. If the girl wants to decide that the kid, he should have to pay child support. <laughs> <It's so fucked laughs> so I love that they, they say stuff like that. Like that's yeah. what you need. They, too Dave many Chappelle people. goes really hard in the paint on that because oh, yeah. his special is like, okay, excuse me, but um, he just said <laughs> she. He's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, she. She just she just fell over. Did you see that? 
<laughs> it was like because he had a problem he got a lot of flack from the trans community oh yeah then he started going in the next show though. In, <laughs> even harder i was like jesus christ because <laughs> usually stand-up is where you could push the envelope yeah, you know? yeah but yeah. now it's like cancel culture you, can't you remember when he was anything. talking about them in the car when he was like the the gays up front the visor yeah. side of the and then the queers are just like the, doing whatever yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. um i uh and that was one of the reasons why i kind of stopped my podcast because if you if you listen to the mm-hmm. recent version it's completely different like the the hate and all the stuff it's completely different because now say in 10 years i blow up and now somebody gonna take something from i said on my podcast and go yo yeah. this was offensive and right, then i'm right. then i'm canceled you know what i mean so yeah. it's <laughs> the like, cancel going. Don't yeah. get canceled. So I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. People, so, but you know, it's funny. People go after Joe Rogan all the time because that, but he's so big. Like, what are you going to do? And he knows that. He's like, I don't care. But it's like, he'll have anybody on the podcast, whether Republican, whether Democrat, and then he just yeah. listens. And that's, yeah. how, that's how I'm loving. And that's how people need to be because yeah. there's points. I can hear points of someone where I'm like, I think that dude's racist, but he has some points. Because you, be the- be, you have to be open-minded on yeah, both sides, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause it's just like, if I say something that you don't agree with, like there was a head coach of Alabama state or Arkansas, I don't remember, <clears throat> but he had the um, one, it's a, it's a news station and it's like CNN, but it's ONA, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, and Trump is like, they're like super conservative, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Fox News. So if I right. have like a shirt on that's Fox News, then yo, we gotta cancel him. He had a shirt that says Fox <laughs> News on. Right. What is it? Take it. <laughs> this is okay. This is all can be edited out. <laughs> I think we're almost done anyway. I haven't even eaten today. What time is it? It's four o'clock. I haven't even eaten today. Jeez. I need to get some food, man. <laughs> but uh yeah, the, the intermittent fasting it could fuck you up like that. Because it takes away your hunger, the, right? Yeah, you get once you get used to it, right? Yeah, it goes because yeah. your body starts like, oh, you need some carbs, you need some sugars, okay, and then the liver produces it. That's that's what happens. Because there's um, because we don't really need to eat carbs at all. You know how you you know how you go? I need carbs for energy, right? That all that's all bullshit. I'll send you some shit and you'll probably never eat carbs again. So I'm not going to send you anything. <laughs> nah, like, no, I'll think about it. And then I'll be like, bread and butter. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, no. Because initially um, I went like 120 days and no carbs. But then I was like, yo. And then my but do cheese- you eat like fruit and stuff? I barely eat fruit. Mm. I haven't had a- I had some grapes like maybe two weeks ago. Mm. But I don't have a lot of sugar. What about sugar, like avocado? Yeah, avocado is great. Mm. Yeah, because avocado, you'll get like the fats and the proteins in some cars, but really low. Um, but I, I haven't had a banana in ages. I don't eat bananas anymore. I you know, it's to, funny, like uh, people don't know that's very low in potassium compared to like sweet potato or other, just there's a lot of other things. So if you're just eating banana, you'd have to eat like, I don't know if it's, I, so I don't know why I always throw a bushel, but like <laughs> yeah. you know, a whole bunch of bananas so to actually many. get the requirement. Yeah. But I just, I just, I eat a lot of, cause I'm, I'm a carnivore. So I really, I love eating any types of meats. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
and they keep me full along. That's why I don't eat a well, lot yeah. of carbs. Pro- protein gives you, keeps you way full than anything else. Yeah, it's satiating. So. Plus, you need it. If you're trying to maintain, let alone grow muscle, you need the protein. Yeah. But I'm not trying to grow any muscle. L- losses. You know how people say um, gains? Yeah. I'm trying to get losses. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because I had 222 pounds of lean muscle. Last time I did a, a fucking the mm. Dynascan. Like the Dynascan? So I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so if I get to 220 and keep all this muscle, I'm going to have zero body fat. I'm like, what is that going to be like? I was like, <laughs> people going to think that I'm not natty. I'm like, everything is about being natty. All natty. So, um, yeah, so I just I just do body weight stuff. That's what the, par- the parallettes. So I do a lot of um, the pulls, the pushes, the dips, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and for core, like you know, like the hanging leg raises and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I do because then, because when I start lifting and I want to bench and everything like that, my shoulders and everything get fucked up. I need to really. It's too much to think about because <laughs> yeah, because when I was when I was younger, they used to always go let the bar t- hit your chest. Right, mm-hmm. let the bar tap your chest. But when I put tap the bar in my chest, my, you see how far back my arms are. Yeah, yeah. It's just it just tears my shoulder up. So yeah. I used to I used to take a towel, have to like fold the towel. Yeah, you could get. They have like the board pressing. You can get Do the they board have it? pressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have like a. You can either get. They have ones that are self, where it's just like a thicker foam pad that wraps around the bar, and makes it you. Or you can actually have the wooden one that somebody would hold on your chest than you do shorter range or you can press off like pins you ever seen like a competition bench that they have yeah. so it'll be all pins and you can press off pin. i like when my athletes that are the longer limb athletes the, the real way that you avoid that until they're i mean obviously we have to address like the mobility issues yeah but um they have a bar called a bow bar so it goes like this yeah so you can change their grip or just do a football bar the football bar takes almost all pressure just puts it all tricep it's great well yeah. strength, you know because the straight bar just beats it just beats up your body and if you're a long arm athlete where your range of motion can be double yeah. as, as a power lifter it, you know it, i just feel like it's, it's diminished returns and it's like you gotta measure like all right how much am i getting out of this compared to like what's the risk of injury exactly like, get off the straight bar or sometimes just uh dumbbells heavy dumbbells is uh sometimes a lot easier for you yeah and then you can keep um in like a slight little diagonal and everything like yeah, that. yeah it's not yeah. straight yeah because i i've seen people with the straight bar and they're like this yeah yeah it's have like you all, ever seen people do push-ups yeah. like that yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like dude no. that shit's sore isn't it it's sore yeah <laughs> i'm like no yeah so yeah so that's whatever because i wanted to do like the hippie like animal flow type shit like for mobility and everything like that and pushing up and everything i was like yo that's what i want to do I just want to be the the lean cat that you don't you don't look like you're strong until you take your shirt off and they go yo, you're shredded. I go yeah, I'm I'm strong yo. I'm Bruce Lee strong, not <laughs> not massive. I was like if if people start talking shit to me, that's when I know I've gotten too skinny because then they think they can win in the fight. I'm like this. Oh shit, I think I'm getting too thin. People, people aren't in, intimidated anymore. It's now people calling me. People call me stretch now, stretch instead of big man. Because when I was having like, yo, big man, once they start calling you stretch, then you're starting to look skinny to them. <laughs> yo, stretch, what's up? I'm like this, yeah. No, I got heavy. I knew when I got heavy when my, my college coach would call me tank. Tank. 
<laughs> Tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, man. So let me see. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna shut this down and then send you you want the video too? Yeah, send the vid and the uh the audio. Yeah. The video may take some time. If you I, could, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if you how long the video is going to. Yeah. It definitely would have to be cut up. I may yeah. I, I may be able to put it on a, um like an iTunes shared album that you can right. grab or like a Dropbox or something like I'll that. I'll say also um WhatsApp. Like if you're going to um if you're going to take any increments and make them into small videos, like if you pick like a good little thing, cause that's what I've been, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Taking like, I just uh, screen record part of the podcast and then I'll upload it and then I'll try to put video of the person. But now that we have video, that'll just be itself. So if it's like a minute little clip, cause yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to upload the whole thing to anything. So it's like, if it's like one, like if you give me, you know, uh, the whole thing, but if you make like a little cup, that's really what I'm going to use. And then I'm just going to take the audio to put on the, uh, cool. the actual podcast, you know? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, man. Okay. Appreciate you. <laughs> you got it. Um, yeah. And, uh, Oh, so I, I got to plug, I got to plug my stuff, man. Oh yeah. 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 Tell the, yeah. My fault. My fault. Yeah. Tell the, tell the, tell the people where to find you. on tell the IG. <laughs> So if you want to follow me on IG, I'm at the Sean green, uh, T H E S E A N G R E E N. And if you want to listen to my podcast, it's the flex pod and you can find it wherever you get your podcast. The flex pod it's on spotify apple blah 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 pod bean all that other stuff wherever you get your pods how did you get it on 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 apple yours should be on apple if you're on anchor they start distributing it they say i'm on like everything besides apple because i'm not big enough really yeah like i'm on spotify google anchor and like some other ones that i don't know but i don't think i'm not on apple though Really? I'm not crispy enough. <laughs> so, um, the thing with, so I'll show you. you, you have to go to your settings. You get your RSS feed. Yeah. yeah. You copy that and then you go into, um, then you'll, I think it's like Apple podcast or something like that. Then, cause you have an Apple account, right? Yeah. And I have the podcast app on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, so if you go online and it'll say uh, create a podcast or for creators, it says for listeners or creators or something like that. Right. And you'll hit creators and it'll put like upload RSS feed. Mm -hmm. You need to put your RSS feed in there. And then whatever happens to that RSS feed, because I started with um, SoundCloud. Mm. I have my stuff on SoundCloud. And then I took the RSS feed and then put it into Apple Podcasts. So anytime it uploaded on SoundCloud, it would upload on Apple. But and then you I don't like, charge for that for Apple. Podcasts? Sound no, it doesn't. But SoundCloud, oh, okay. SoundCloud, like this is so. My friend, I'm like, what do you want to do with your podcast? I want to make money. I was like, okay, so why don't you upload it to like Anchor or 
Spreaker or something like that, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And you could edit this out. You could because we don't want to plug somebody besides Anchor. We enjoy Anchor, right? <laughs> I just cashed out on my monetization last week. So I've been um and how many listeners do you have to get? Because I got their sponsorship put in the thing, but it's like so let me some tell crazy you. amount of views you have to do to get to so get. So I think per <clears throat> so if you have 17, I think I was at 1750 CPM, right? That means every every thousand listens, you'll get like 17 bucks or something. But it's anywhere. It all depends. But when I first was with Anchor, before they signed on to Spotify, I was getting tons of sponsorships. I had like the Black Tux. I had... um spread shop which was t-shirts i had like four others you know what i mean and then once they signed over to spotify and i think maybe because i was uploading a lot frequently right right they were sending me more sponsors or whatever mm-hmm. and then the sponsorship only happens like a little because the black tux i think it was like 25 bucks per thousand listens you know wow. what i mean and then and then it'll be for three months, you'll have that sponsorship and then it'll go away or something like that. And you get a, a, a code or whatever, discount code, and mm-hmm. you have to do an ad read for it. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, it's like, like my ad read now is just anchor. There's nothing yeah. else. They That's what I sit- have right now, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'll do that mid-roll. So I'll start with, you know, hey, this is Sean Green, welcome to episode blah, blah, blah. And then the theme comes on or whatever. And then halfway through the pod, that's when I do the advertisement. Right. You got to mix it up because people yeah. don't want to hear ads. I was listening to a podcast and it was 10 minutes straight of ads. Like you see how Joe, Joe Rogan's podcast is? Yeah. The first 10 minutes is nothing but ads. Yeah. Because he's getting paid by so many people to do it. So yeah. It's like when I first listened to it from front, because I usually just hear the clips. I just do the clips on YouTube. Right? Yeah. So I listened to it straight through and I was like this. Fucking ads. Yeah. He talked he talked to this dude that I like is a comedian, Dunk Duncan Trussell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at the pod, it was a five hour pod. Five hours and twenty three minutes. Yeah, you could tell when he really likes somebody because it's always at least three thirty. When he That's when it's crazy, like a high right? person, he does like an hour and ten. But they be <laughs> drinking and smoking and stuff. So I guess it yeah. goes by quick. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Right. So um <laughs> Yeah, so I'll do it mid-roll. But before I would do, in the beginning, it would be anchor and then mid-roll. And then some of the sponsors say, this has to be mid-roll. You have to put Uh, it mid-roll. Yeah, so it's like mm -hmm. that. But they haven't sent me shit. There's this other company that I was going to go to that does the monetization. And you own your RSS feed. That's the Mm -hmm. thing about anchor. We don't own our RSS feed. That's Mm -hmm. the price of them hosting it for free. They They own the content. Right. So, so if you ever get massive, that content is not yours. That's so what why you have to do to like. <laughs> you gotta. Un- so that's why if you go to like Buzzsprout or you go to Spreaker, like Spreaker says free, but then it's like yeah, free for five hours. So if you do five podcasts, those are free. But then <laughs> if you want to do more, then you have to start paying monthly. But you own your RSS feed. So, well, so okay, so let's say you switch. 
what happened? Like, do they own the first 10 or something? Like, how does it, how does it like, like all the ones that I put out and I switch and let's say it blows up, they get like any money produced on those first 17 that's just on theirs or like, how does it, how does that work? I think like it, it's, it's always our intellectual property, which mm. is good. Right. So what you need to, so this is, this is okay. Say it blows up and it's the flex. That's why it's always, that's why it's the flex podcast. And it's with me. I don't, I think it says the flex with Sean green or something like that. They could have another flex that comes out, right? And and they can just try to create content for that. Right. You know what I mean? Because there was a thing called the Hoop Collective that was on ESPN or something like that. But it was, I forget what it was, the ESPN basketball podcast, something. And then the next year it just became the Hoop Collective because nobody was hosting it. And now it's the Brian Windhorse podcast. Right, 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 right. Right. So that was that's the same podcast. So that so it changed three times in my feed. You know wow. what I mean? So um yeah. So if because the trademark the my the name is trademarked already. So that's that's the name, right? Mm. And because there was other Sean Green podcasts or something, so I just made it the flex or some shit like that. But um if you don't own your RSS feed, you can't I forget what you can't do because I was trying to, oh, I was, I went into Spotify mm. and it says, are you the owner of this? And I was like, yes. And it was like, okay, we sent a verification email to the, the email that's linked up to this. And I never got anything. And I was like, yeah. Then I looked and I was like, and it says, usually the owner's name is embedded in the code in the <laughs> RSS feed. And I looked and I was like, oh, Anchor owns my shit. And it's like, I was like, okay, whatever. But um, but I cashed out since the beginning. So I've been doing this pod off and on for, it's been two years, I think. Because mm. KD was still with the Warriors when I started it. Right. He was, it was his first year with the Warriors. But it, so I had a lot of other content that I, I've taken off the feed. So you don't see that. But um, I was still had the monetization, the money. And I just let it sit in my wallet so it's just like and i was like oh times are tough so let me let me cash out right i'm getting ready to leave so i'm gonna need to cash out and it goes to my uh venmo account uh because i didn't want it to link into my personal so if if you get and then if you get scammed they got your personal information you never know so i put it on a venmo card so and then i cashed out i went to the venmo card Cause uh, you know Combo, One, yeah, two. yeah, yeah. So Combo does Combo's Court, and he uses SoundCloud, and I mm. think he pays monthly for SoundCloud. Yeah. So I'm like, I tried to get him to come to Anchor. I was like, Yeah, why don't you just come to Anchor? It's free, yeah. right? And he goes, Yeah. I said, What's your goal? You want to make money? It's like, Yeah. Are you making any money now? No, but you're paying money to put the podcast out. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> No, I was like, okay, do what you want. You know what I mean? It's like, do what yeah. you want. So, but it's been two years. I made like $500 in two years from this podcast. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. But it's more money than zero. You know? Right, I mean? right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's cool. But it's, but so it's like, do you want to keep it on there? Then you're like, 
like if it starts to get big, then it's like, all right, now let me take it off of there. The whole thing is, I don't think it's gonna get big. I don't, I don't care enough about it. <laughs> I don't put, to, I don't put enough time into it. And then the podcast market is so saturated now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's too many. Like everybody has famous people yeah. that they listen to that have a podcast, so they're gonna dedicate two hours a day. They're giving it to that person. Like right, right now, most of like when I look at my audience and then like the comments I get like in DMs or whatever, it's literally just basically strength coach. So it's like, that's why it shows 75, no, 80% men listen to your podcast. Cause <laughs> it's literally just other strength coaches that are like, oh, who do you have? On? Okay, I'll listen. But like yeah. my regular friends, they're not, they're not listening to it. Cause I already, I'm putting the person that they interview and they're like, oh, powerlifter, oh, strength coach. Yeah. I don't care. So it's like, but that's what, like for me, like the biggest thing was like, I'm just learning from these two. So I just take notes my entire podcast. Yeah, but then for yeah. me, it's more about that. For me, it's not the money making. Like for me, I uh, I'm trying to make more money just doing my job. That and being bad at being, the job, yeah. In that career, this is more like for learning purposes for my own, yeah. and just another way for people to like get to know me, kind of, kind of. Yeah. But I'm not so, trying to be Joe Rogan. No, no, no one's gonna beat that. You can't beat that. Like, just fucking too- signed a hundred million dollar deal. <laughs> To move to Spotify. It's crazy, right? He just and he moved, made a talk shit and drink. <laughs> and he moved to Texas. Oh, he did? I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. He found yeah, him. he moved. He moved out of L.A. Yeah, because the stand-up stuff is not going to be the same in L.A. until right, they find, yeah. like, a vaccine and everything and people are moving out. Yeah. But, um, uh, so my whole thing is I want to, I don't want to be super serious on on my podcast, on my videos. I just want it to be entertainment and everything like that. And so I'm going to start doing like some video stuff, right? And the super serious video stuff is going to be the breakdowns for the NBA shit. That's it. Because people are getting, so people are just like not even super serious and getting so many views. All they do is a four minute video of just like, yo, man. Yo, Kawhi Leonard, he, yeah, yo, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, he choked and everything like that and so on. So, you know, honestly, from my opinion and blah, blah, this and that, da, 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 you know, there's this dude I started listening to Swish Out, right? And I was like, yo, the production value is not even super high, you mm. know? And I was like, but he puts out a video. He puts out them like almost every day. Yeah. And this yeah. other dude, AM Hoops, I really like AM Hoops. He does, but he, he's like more like kind of broadcasting thing. You know mm. what I mean? But it's always kind of clickbaity. Everything is clickbaity. Like the Rockets, you know, such and such dynasty over, and so and so. But you know, and he's talking. And Do you know a dude uh, per sources from Instagram? Yeah, because yeah. you love per, per sources. Yeah, I, I was like, why don't you marry? Cracks me. Yeah, cracks me. I was like, yeah. When and he the does the, thing. here's the news around the organization. And the, it's just in a sarcastic voice, being serious but making fun of people. Is he on? I, is he on uh, YouTube? I don't know if he's on. I only follow his Instagram. I don't know anything okay. if he has YouTube. Yeah. So the whole thing is, yeah, you just got to get to a point where you could, where your views are monetized. Because the thing is, somebody looking at a video on YouTube is not costing them any money. Right. So it's not like I'm going to try to get you to buy an online training thing. All I want you to do is just watch the views, right? right watch right. the video, and mm. give my opinion about stuff. You know what I mean? Right. So I think because my boy at B Ball Breakdown, Coach Nick, he's got like almost a million subscribers now. 
Mm-hmm. And he puts out, but it takes him five hours to do a video. Right. Like I, I don't have that time. And I don't, let, I, you gotta love, I feel like you gotta love that. And the thing is, if you can go YouTube full time, that's your thing. Right. I could devote four or five hours a day, especially right. if you do it so much that you have the process. That's the biggest thing is the process. It's like, it's just like quality over quantity. If mm. you know exactly what you need to work on when you get to the gym, you can go in and devote an hour and 15 minutes of fucking hardcore work and make so much more separation and headway than somebody that goes in for three hours, but they're fucking yeah. around on their phone. Yeah, yeah. They don't do, you know what I mean? Yeah. You go right in, you do your warm up and this and that, you get your work in and then you go, okay, now this is what I'm going to work on. So you go in, like we said, you go in for 45 minutes and you're working on different blocks of a step back from both sides. That's your workout right. for today. Right. So you've got 300 shots, for a step back. Mm-hmm. I think in those 300 shots, you're going to make some headway instead right. of just going in and I'm going to fuck around. I'm going to do this drill. Now I'm going to do this. Like you don't do a drill enough to actually start to master that move. Right. That's why people like you look at pros, they train in blocks. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's why when I have a kid and I'm just like, yo, this is what we're doing. Like that kid I had yesterday, you're going to work on this footwork the whole entire time and your left hand, mm-hmm. nothing else. That's what we're going to work on. And then you can do all that other shit. If you're coming here to, if you can't focus for an hour, right? Right. And you can't, you're not going to be able to make it. Yeah. I always tell you, it's like, this is a tough sport. If you can't handle hard work, focus, listening, not having an attitude, not being lazy, then you might as well quit while you're ahead because it's only going to get harder and the people yeah. around you are going to keep getting better. <laughs> like 24 hours in a day, you can't take one hour to not look at your phone and not right. bullshit around. Then you can't yeah. make it. And I'm like, how are you going to survive team practice? It's going to be two hours of like running. Like, <laughs> like you can't handle skill work. That should be your most fun thing. I like, know. Skill, yeah. Skill should be the best part of it, yeah. you know? So that's how it is. So, yeah, so follow me on the gram. You could follow me also at uh, youtube.com backslash Sean Green 23. Stay clean. Stay clean. <laughs> the Get Clean podcast. Get so clean. what I'm going to do with this, I'll chop it up. Like, I'm going to send you the master um, video and audio. Right. But then I'll put it on my podcast and chop it up. Okay. Like dope, my dope. interview on the Get, Get Clean podcast and everything. And I'll take the most of the like the the main stuff okay cool, cool. not just us just chopping it up. <laughs> just chop it up period some chop yeah. but some of the yeah. some of the actual like keys and somebody's <laughs> gonna say um why uh why is his name andrea says andrea oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, got I saw that when i first came on i was like i don't yeah. care i'm just gonna leave it like that <laughs> yeah this is the best all right <laughs> All right, man. And so, you'll be like, because that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, man. All right. So I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Man. All right. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. You got it, man. All right. Peace. Okay. Peace. Well, that concludes this episode of the Get Clean Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. As always, follow me on Instagram. That's K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-R-O-D to hear when I'll be dropping that next podcast. Uh, I actually was a little bit delayed, just been a busy week. 
transitioning into the new job at the Rack Athletic Performance Center. So I uh, will also be dropping two other podcasts with two other great gentlemen that own their own gym. So stay tuned for that. And remember, stay clean.